This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you till four today. Mm. Extra hour of Go Birds Radio today. How about that? So what are you up to tomorrow, James? You free? You uh, got anything to do tomorrow? Nothing to nothing. do. Nothing? Free yeah. as a bird? All of a sudden, I got nothing to do tomorrow, Elliot. Every Saturday we start the show, I feel like I'm saying to you, man, this time tomorrow, 1 o'clock, the link. Yeah, we're like Merrill 24 and Mike. hours, Merrill, Mike, and yeah. Howard on the call. Let's go. Now it's like... I don't know, 72, 79 <laughs> quick, hours quick maybe, math. yeah, 78 hours. So unbelievable. What a wild last uh, 24 hours. Yeah, it really has been. And, and obviously, you know, I think we kind of went through this roller coaster of, you know, day after day. We're starting to see the, the COVID positives come in for Washington and, you know, fearing that there's a chance they might postpone yeah. this game, praying they're going to not postpone the game. And ultimately, obviously, they postponed the game, Elliot. They postponed the game. So I think one of the reasons our show works is because you, maybe more than anybody else at the station, honestly, are the voice of the fan. <laughs> you you talk to him all week, you, right? So let me ask you. Let me throw this to you. Sure. How are you feeling about the fact that game I'm angry okay. about it? Look, I think there are sometimes. Look, sometimes we come on here and we debate a topic, or sometimes we come on and we react to a good Eagles game, a bad Eagles game. But sometimes there are days when you just come on WIP, the voice. You want to talk about the Philly fan? This is the voice of the Philly fan. We are a conduit for Philadelphia fans to speak their mind, to have their mind spoken for them by us, to to, all those things. And sometimes there are days where you just need to vent, where you just need to say, you know what? The Eagles got screwed here. They got screwed. The NFL made a rule. They made a rule if an unvaccinated player is the first person at the start of an outbreak, 
then the team has to forfeit the game. And look, I'm not saying like I, I wanted them to forfeit or whatever. I think they should have, considering the circumstances, before moving the game to Tuesday and putting the Eagles at a competitive disadvantage. They have to play the Giants four days later. They have to play three games in 13 days. These are obviously crucial games for the Philadelphia Eagles in yeah. making the playoffs. Like, I... I'm furious about this. I'm furious at the NFL. Like, don't have the rule. Don't have the I mean, think about all the players who got vaccinated because of that rule. Yeah. Think about players who said, I don't want to get the vaccine, but you know what? I'm not going to screw my team over and potentially be the person who causes us to forfeit a game. How do those players feel right now? That rule is meaningless. Why would you even have the rule? Why even put it in the books? I agree. And well, and so I think for, for me, where, where I look at this is in terms of the Eagles getting screwed, I think the way that that's really impacted them unfairly to me is each each franchise in the NFL has had to deal with this, right? Like, the, you know, sir, Eagles have two players on COVID right now. Like, I'm I'm not going to sit here and blame people for catching COVID. Obviously, like you can't control it. There's all those things, but when you look at how the Eagles have hand, handled this versus how Washington has, I don't think it's fair that for the Eagles, Washington clearly has not done a good job with this. Right, clearly, it's, they one had. The least they're, they're one of the teams in the league that had to be convinced to be vaccinated the most at the beginning. I think they did get up to around eighty-four percent, but still, initially they pushed back on it. Washington is one of the worst-run franchises in the league. So, although I don't cover the team, I don't think it's a stretch to say that I bet if I watched how the Eagles handled COVID and how Washington handled it, they'd be very different, right? And now, because of an outbreak on Washington, which to your point, like I thought to myself. If this was the Eagles, if the Eagles were, were in the situation Washington is in with 21 players on, on COVID, I would probably say, you know what, they should push the game back. But I think the key difference here to me is this appears to have started with an unvaccinated player. And do we, do we know it started with that? No, because you can never tell exactly how COVID spreads, right? But the first player that went on their report was unvaccinated. The first player in this outbreak was an unvaccinated player. And so... That, that, that's the only piece of evidence we have to make this. And to your point, why write the rule if you're not going to use it? Like, we all, we all say this, and we, you know, all the hosts have said it, a lot of the callers have said it. Well, the NFL is never going to actually give a game away. Then why write the rule? Like, yeah, why even why, have the rule? Right, then, then why put it in there? So the Eagles, who this week have gone, or really the last two weeks, have gone above and beyond to make sure that COVID doesn't come into the building, right? They're wearing masks all the time. They're in separate meeting rooms. Like, they're doing all these things. The leadership council decided to do it. They're doing all these things to try to make sure they don't deal with the COVID outbreak. Washington now, because of their outbreak, the Eagles have to play two games in five days, I think it is. They'll play Tuesday or two games in six days. They'll have four days of rest in between games. They play three division games in 13 days. Like, I sympathize with the fact that the pandemic is something we're all dealing with and you cannot control it to an extent. But that does not mean that the Eagles are not getting screwed here. Like, the Eagles are fighting to make the playoffs. All season we've talked about, look, the end of the season schedule is going to be an advantage for them. They have an easy schedule. It's going to help them. Well, now, this schedule, the, the opponents might be easy, but they but three division games in 13 days is not easy no matter what division you're in. Like that, and it's, Even though it's NFC East. Like, they're tough games, they're physical games, they're all those things. So, the Eagles being moved, and look, I think they should still win the game. I don't think this is an excuse to lose this game, but that Giants game is way tougher now. And so there's no denying that this being moved back after the Eagles did everything the right way 
it's unfair to them. Especially coming off a bye where they don't really need the extra days. I mean, it almost is a, a hurt to go yeah. like 17 days without playing a football game. It's not like, oh, you get a couple extra days in your normal weekly schedule. I mean, there is literally no advantage to come out of this. And and look, this is not about vaccinated, unvaccinated. I know there are people out there hearing this being like, oh, well, whatever. This is not about that. It's about the fact the NFL made the rule. Right. Like, I'm not I'm not saying this has this is not like we're we're pan, you know ripping people unvaccinated or talking about whatever. This is the NFL said if an outbreak starts with an uh, unvaccinated player, then the team has to forfeit the game so it doesn't hurt the competitive advantage of the other teams. Like, that's it. They made the rule. Mm-hmm. Again, why make the rule if you're not going to follow through on the rule when the exact situation the rule is made for happens? This is it. This is the rule. This is why you made it. And again, to the point I made before, like whether scare tactics or not or whether you agree with whatever, there are absolutely players in the NFL who did not want to get vaccinated who got vaccinated because of rules like this, because of things like this. How unfair is it to them? Well, it's like uh, Ike Reese said this yesterday, and I agree with them. I mean, a lot of these rules were put in place to incentivize the players to do it. Yep. And so you're still dealing dealing with a, an outbreak. And look, it, it looks like right now, outside of football, you know, obviously look at what's happening in all of sports. Like, it's crazy right now. The amount of people, I think I heard Dan Wilson say this, like 70-something NBA players are in the protocol right now. I mean, that's like seven teams worth of players. Or, you know, what are their rosters? 15 players? Mm-hmm. So it's something like that, right? So it's something everybody de- is dealing with. I just think from the Eagles' perspective, this puts them in a tough spot. And it also puts Nick Sirianni in a tough spot. Nick Sirianni is a rookie coach, now has to get his team ready to play on Tuesday, right? Already coming off his first bye as head coach right. ever. To begin Already with, that coming alone off is its bye. own you know, issue that he's never dealt with before. Yeah, and I think that what Sirianni has to do is, like, we can feel it's unfair. You know, like, media can feel it's unfair. The fans can feel it's unfair. Right or wrong, right? Sirianni has to make sure the players don't let this wrap them up. We all remember the last Tuesday game where the game got moved for uh, the snow and Joe Webb on Tuesday. Like, the Eagles have to win this game. This is a must-win game. If they lose to Washington at home, sure, maybe they could win the final three. I think they would still probably be favorited in all those games. But regardless, it's just really hard to win three games in a row. Like, this is a game— They haven't done it all year. Yeah, exactly. So this is a game they have to win. And now it's going to be trickier. Like— the other, the other aspect to this, too, is from a competitive advantage. Like, the Eagles are now going to face players in this game that they would not have had yep. the game been pushed back, had, had the game remained on Sunday, right? You saw today, Montez Sweat, he's out of the protocol. Jonathan Allen, Jonathan back. Allen, yeah. back. Like, the defensive line is now way better than it was had were they, if they were going to play this game tomorrow to a certain degree. Now, these players would have been available anyway, I guess. But, but you know, now they'll have guys. A, there'll be more guys. Yeah, they'll have a Kyle few Allen. extra days. They could be playing Kyle Allen instead of – Garrett Gilbert or whatever, there could be massive implications from a, a the actual game itself perspective. Exactly. They're playing a tougher Washington roster than they would have otherwise. And what, the other thing, you mentioned the rules. Like, the NFL, I don't have it exactly in front of me, but they had something in there about they were not going to move games because of roster issues, because of things like they even specified even in certain positions, like if the entire well, we quarterback. Like the Denver room. game last yeah. year. Like, that's literally what that dude, Kendall Hinton or whatever, played quarterback. He was like a college option quarterback. And he right. didn't play quarterback. He's a wide receiver or whatever. Right. Well, no. And so, like, then you ask, like, so why did they move it? Like, I obviously the breakouts, but, like, what's the, what's the difference between Sunday and Tuesday? Other than the Washington will get more players back. But you literally said, as the league, you are not going to change games because of roster management. So, I, you know, I was down at the Novacare yesterday, and you got a sense that, like, they, you know, the team maybe thought there could be a, a, a change. But I can tell you, like, they're mad about this. And I think rightfully so. Like, I, I'm sure the front office is mad. The coaching staff, like, they feel like they've been dealt – Uh, an unfair, a disadvantage heading into this game. And again, a crucially important one.
They have. They have been dealt a disadvantage. To your point before, the Eagles did nothing wrong here. The Eagles did nothing wrong. All they did was follow the protocols, do everything they could to keep it out of the building. And like you said, look, I it, COVID spreads. Like, it's tough. I get it. You can do everything right and still catch it. I get it. But the Eagles did do everything right, and they didn't catch yeah. it. They didn't have an outbreak in their building. And now they're still getting screwed from a competitive advantage standpoint. And again, this, like, two, we've seen the Tuesday thing. First and foremost, like, I agree with you. They should win this game. Like, the 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 delay doesn't make me feel any less, like, expectant of what they should do on, I was about to say on Sunday, on Tuesday, <laughs> on Tuesday. But I wouldn't be shocked if they lost the game with this extra few days off. You're coming off 17 days off. You're going into a game now with better Washington players, a game where there's all kinds of weirdness around the game. You're playing on a Tuesday I mean, you say night. all the time, like, athletes are a creature of habit. Habit, man. Yeah. This is, like, the most out-of-habit thing you can do. Like, you're playing on a Tuesday night now all of a now, sudden. Now, look, Washington is still, like, still in a worse spot than the Eagles, Agreed. right? I mean, these players, even though they might be back, they haven't practiced, they haven't been in the building, Agreed. the whole team's been dealing with it. So I still think this is a game that's in, in, inexcusable loss. Like, they, they are better than Washington. Uh, they're healthier, like all those things. I mean, and you from, hope they're angry, too. Well, that's the other thing. I do wonder if they'll channel this into uh, taking it out on Washington thing, right? Like, like we're playing on a Tuesday because, because of, of you how guys, you guys yeah. handled this, right? So there's part of that. But I don't really think the Washington game is the thing to be concerned about. It's the Giants. I agree with you. Because the Giants game then, so they'll play on Tuesday. They'll have practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's four days. Two of those days are Christmas and Christmas Eve, right? Like, <laughs> Great And point. it sounds like a small thing, but those are two days where otherwise they either would have not been in the building or been in the building a very limited amount of time. Now they, they're either going to have to stick with that. And, and honestly, if you're Sirianni, it's a tough spot. Like, do you tell them to come in all day Christmas Eve and all day Christmas? Like, I don't know. Because on one you hand, I guess you kind of have situation. to. Yeah. yeah, you almost have to. But on that the stinks. other hand. Yeah, it stinks. On the other hand, you know, still Christmas. Like, and he's big on family. And I, I just, it'll be interesting to see how he handles that. So that's that's another disadvantage that it puts Eagles at. So I think the, the Giants game is like the real thing to be concerned about because that's the short week. That's, you know, where there's going to be natural distractions with Christmas. So, yeah, I mean, the, the road to the playoffs got harder for the Eagles. It's really the only way to put it. 215-592-9494. We are your conduit today to vent, to say, I feel, look, if you disagree with us, if you think like, hey, and I know I heard people on this station yesterday. I know John Marks was taking some shots at me. Mm. Johnny, come on. Grab me on. We'll talk, buddy. Close but, to close to being banned. Yeah, uh, from Go Birds. Yeah, yeah from Go it's Birds, pretty yeah. close. Like we're we're considering a John Marks. We like band. John Marks. He's my buddy. Exactly. I've known him for oh, a decade. Like I yes. love John Marks, but he might have to be banned from this show for his actions yesterday. I would never take it a shot at Ike. You know, never. We right. would never. I wouldn't take a shot at John. I mean, mm. come on. You know. <laughs> so we'll we'll see where that goes. But ultimately, like I, I, there are people who disagree with us. There are people who think, you know what? Tough luck. It's a pandemic. It is what it is. And I get it. I just think the NFL shouldn't have put a rule out there that right. if this happens, this is what we're going to do. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's what it I is. I mean, and the NFL honestly does this often where they just figure it out as they go. Yep. You know, and at this time, the Eagles caught the raw end of the deal. 215-592-9494. Of course, if you want to call about the game as well, we will talk more about the game as we go through the three-hour show today. Normally at this time, we go to our buddy Tom in Abington. Not here again. I spoke to Tom He's going through some mental health issues, but he is he is on the mend. He wants mm-hmm. everyone to know he's he's working towards it. And and you know, it's always a reminder. You know, when you're going through these things, talk to people. You know, there are people out there. I was talking to Tom where anything we can do, you know, yep. people are always there for you. Always reach out. You know, you can find someone to help you to talk to you. But we're thinking about Tom. He's doing better. He's on the mend, as they say. 
and he wants everyone to well, know that he's out there. We love you, Tommy. We're thinking. It's about like we you. always say: the callers make this show, and Tom is one of the best. Callers. I mean, he's like, our you know, go-to. He's, yeah, he's our I mean, go-to we, caller. You know, so. he's our, we start every show with Tom from Abington for a reason. So. Does not feel the same to start the show a different way. The good news is we got a lot of great callers. We, too. Exactly. So I'm sure there's a litany right here we can choose from. And to your point, uh, literally, we could not do this show yes. without the callers. There would be no show. So we greatly appreciate you, and we're thinking about you, Tommy, and we can't wait to have you back. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Vent time. Where do you stand on this? As we do when we don't have one Tom, we go to Vancouver mm. to talk to our other buddy Tom. Tom in Vancouver, how are you, pal? I am fine, thank you, gentlemen. How are you doing? Doing good. I mean, look, I got Sunday off now. You know, maybe I'll go get brunch. I'll, uh, you know, <laughs> silver lining. Yeah, my there, Tuesday yeah. looks a little different, yeah, but yeah, it'll be tomorrow, up later tomorrow's Tuesday night. But, yeah. You know. James, I have to say that you need to uh, you need to develop a little bit of Elliot's uh, thick skin mm. because uh, maybe actually some of the callers thick skin because Johnny Marks takes us all on from time to time. Yeah, it's all right. I'm I'm joking. <laughs> just around. kidding. Yeah, I'm joking. Kidding. I love John Marks. He can come at so, me whenever he wants. It's all good. So before I say anything, I just want to say, uh, uh, Tom from Abington. Uh, you know, uh, this is even even when you take a, a little dig at uh, at people. You know, <laughs> we know that it's in uh, it's in good love, and we also love you. Yeah. So take care of yourself. Absolutely. Well said. All right. I actually am in agreement. Even though I don't like the situation, I'm in agreement with John Marks. Not in terms of perhaps the way he was expressing himself, but in terms of the point. The, we, we forget, like, a year ago how amazed we were that there were even NFL games going on and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I think the issue really comes down to, and I'll, I'll cut to the chase with this, I think it comes down to how the rule is applied, right? It's not the mm-hmm. fact that they're, you know, you're having to postpone things because of this, because of safety reasons. Is that fair to say? Is that a good opening statement? So, I'm a little confused where you're going with this. Say it, say it again. So, so that it's not to do with the fact that there's a, that a game's having to be postponed because of pandemic. It's more about the consequences. So yeah, but it, but it is being postponed because of the pandemic. I, I mean, like, I, I, the COVID I, I breakout is why it's being postponed. Yeah. Right. But the COVID breakout, there's a pandemic going on. So we're right. lucky to have any football in the first place. We're lucky to have any fans in the stands in the first place. Right. So, so I, that's the I, I look like here's what I would say to that. You are right on a, on a on a on a macro scale, right? Like you are correct. Like the fact we have games, like player safety, all that matters. What we're saying and what what I'm saying is in this exact instance, and I think on a large scale like you could do a broad stroke on how you would handle things. But we can only talk about this exact instance. And in this exact instance, the first player to go on the COVID list was unvaccinated. I heard you talking to John Marks yesterday. So I have a bit of an idea of like where where I think you fall on that. But I do think like we have no idea how this spread. Right. We can all speculate, say, oh, well, you know, he's masked. So maybe he's not like all those things. All we know is the facts are the first player that was on there was unvaccinated. They were also a team that was one of the least, at least early on teams. that was the slowest to get vaccinated. Right. So I agree. Like, yes, we are lucky there are football games. But in this exact instance, like it does not look from the outside looking in that Washington took this as seriously as other teams did. So, okay, and I appreciate that point, and I don't have enough information on exactly how the thing spread. To, well, the, none uh, of us do. Like, none of us, much. even people that yeah, are not in the like, building, no one knows too, how you, you know? get it, right? Yeah. Right. Right. So I get that part. And so the issue that I'm having with this is uh, is more that 
the we've got a new variant, this Omicron variant. Yes. And it's changed. It's changed the situation where you gain a lot of these double vaccinated uh, people in general in society. You know. Depending on what shot you got, if you were double vaccinated, now it looks as though it might be as low as about 33 percent unless you have your booster shot. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those players uh, were probably double vaccinated. Who got uh, who got COVID? Right, and but, in the rules, it does say that if you have so many, uh, if you have a number of players who are who are vaccinated, who aren't able to play, then that uh, then the league is going to try and accommodate both. I don't remember the exact word. It's something to do with economic burden. Blah blah blah. But Tom, right. Tom, really Tom, let me throw this at you. Like what I said before, the idea that because of this rule, there were players who might not have wanted to get vaccinated, but did because they didn't want to put their team at a disadvantage. They didn't want to be responsible for an outbreak and having their team forfeit games. Like, what do you say to those people who did who got vaccinated and oh, it turns out you didn't have to because they would just move the game anyway for you? Like, what do you say about that? Like, I, I just think it's an unfair precedent to set to use as a tactic to get people to get vaccinated and then to turn around and not follow through on the rules you made. Well, in the rules that were made, it does say that if a, if players who are getting vaccinated also get COVID, then they're not going to be penalized. So the purpose of the rule was to say that if players and teams are being irresponsible, then they're going to be penalized. Right. My question to you, Tom, though, is so I think a key piece of ev- a key piece of this debate is that Montez Sweat is not vaccinated. Right. So if, if the players were vaccinated, like in the NFL themselves, distinguished in their rules between vaccinated and unvaccinated. This is not like me, you and uh, James are saying, you know, if you're unvaccinated, it should be this. The NFL themselves put in there that if there's an outbreak and it's caused in part by an unvaccinated player, then the game could be forfeited. So, you know, I don't know if I think they should have forfeited the game. Like, I, I don't know if I was Roger Goodell, if that's what I would have ruled down. I think the frustrating part is that, yes, we don't know how it spread, but I don't see an instance where that rule could be applied that would be more clear-cut than this one. Montez Sweat was the first player on the list. He was in the defensive end, a defensive line room. He was unvaccinated. It started in the defensive line room, and then it spread, right? So, like, then don't write the rule, don't I guess would be rule. my thing. That's yeah. really the thing, yeah. Well, look, I, I think we could probably go on for about an hour, and there's well, we're uh, going to go on for about three more yeah, hours. Yeah, we're going to keep yeah. going on. Yeah. We're yeah. going to you in a second time. And I, yes. I could come back with some comments about that, but I'd like to end on a on a slightly different note, if I can. Sure, yep. go for it. Okay, and that's uh, Jalen Hurts. The interview earlier this week, I thought it was really interesting because I listened to the whole thing and I was reading between the lines. Yep. And I know where some, you're going you know, with this. Go ahead, but yeah, I I, I did too. Continue. Okay, well, Wait, no, to be no, quick no, though, no, Tom, no. we're up again, so we got a break. So quick. Okay, I I don't think it was his choice not to play. He was told he couldn't play. I think he's going to play if at all possible. So I don't think we can completely give it to him it, whether or not he's going to play. I I yeah, don't want to no, see Jalen Hurts who's crippled. I want to no, see Jalen Hurts who's in good shape. Otherwise, I, it doesn't count. I get the it, Tommy. Tommy, I got you. I got you. Good call. We'll we'll get into the Hurts thing yep. coming up next because Elliot does have some thoughts. Elliot, look, last week, or excuse me, two weeks ago for the Jets game, Elliot was the only voice I heard on this station on Thursday and Friday coming on saying, hey, Gardner Minshew's going to play. That's yeah. what I think is going to happen. We're going to find out from Elliot Short Parks who's playing on Tuesday. I almost said Sunday again. This is driving me crazy. Uh, we're we? going to find out who Elliot thinks is playing on Tuesday night, whether it's Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew. And of course, uh, get in. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this 
postponement, how the Eagles have handled it, the Eagles getting screwed and all that. And uh, coming up next, a caller who I always know what angle he's going to take, what side he's going to be on. Yeah, I'm interested in this. I don't know. We're going to find out what uh, that caller thinks as well coming up next as well. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances, and it makes the game that much more exciting to watch. In football, you can bet on passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns and hoops. You can bet on points, rebounds, and assists in hockey, goal scores, and so much more, plus with the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. Obviously, there's a lot of football action to bet on tonight, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, four straight days of football action. As I always say when you're watching these games, which we're going to watch anyway, so much more fun to have some action in it. You're just more invested. The games are more fun. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. It's safe and secure. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or player you're watching or bet on any game. Download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to 5 Hundred dollars. Go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded. It's like credit. The Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. No, yeah, my bad. I Honestly, I had no It is GoBirds Radio. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till four extra hour. Mm. Jack Fritz! Well, Coming and the sad after. thing is, well, not sad that Jack's on. No, that it's that be is four good news. Hours yeah. of Fritz on a Saturday. It's a lot of Fritz, lot but of Fritz. it'll be, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Sad thing is, it's our last show for. Uh, That's true. Till twenty twenty two, right? Yes, yeah. yes. We so Christmas, New Year's, we will be off the next two mm. weeks, but then back with a vengeance. Yes, for the Eagles' playoff, playoff. push. That's exactly <laughs> right for the playoff push. That's exactly right. The other thing, real quick, to to kind of keep with what we were talking about. I think both things can be true when it comes to the situation the Eagles are dealt with. I think you can acknowledge that player safety should go first, that, you know, the fact that we are dealing with the pandemic, like, you have to, to a certain degree, create rules on the fly and figure things out, right? And to, to what Tom from Vancouver said, the fact there's football, like, yes, I think all those things can be true. But with those things being true, it is also true that the Eagles, in this situation, are the ones getting screwed. Yep. Like, they don't have the outbreak, right? They are taking all the precautions, and now they having cri- they're having critically important games impacted. So, yes, like, it is true that, you know, the, the first part about it, it's a tough situation and all that, but it's also true the Eagles are getting screwed here. 215-592-9494. Coming up in a minute, we're going to see if Elliott expects Jalen Hurts to play on Tuesday night. Elliott was all over Gardner Minshew playing against the Jets, said it before anyone else did. We're going to find out. If Elliot thinks Minshew or Hertz will play on Tuesday night first, I mentioned it going in the break. Normally, when we bring this guy up, we, and honestly, I think most people listening yes. know the direction the call is going to go. Today, I have no idea. Mad Mike, the floor is yours, sir. What's on your mind today? Yeah, I love your lead-ins. They are fantastic. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate the best, it. Buddy. I'm, a, I'm um, a fan. Here's the thing. Um, I understand not liking like you say one thing then you do another and like in business i i I just see it as the bottom line is the bottom line and the nfl wants to put the best best product they possibly can out there so i get it and you know what it reminds me of a quote from the movie departed where uh you know 
there's one the one uh villain's character asks the guy hey how's your mother doing and the other guy responds she's on her way out and then he jack jack nicholson responds we all are act accordingly so like I get it. So, like, let's just act accordingly. This happened. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's just deal with it. Well, but let me ask you this, Mike, and I do see some of what your point is, but do you think the NFL really cares about the product on the field? Like, they they, they let the Broncos play last year without a quarterback. So, I don't think the NFL honestly cares which 53 players are in their uniforms on Sunday, right? I honestly think if the NFL – I think the NFL ultimately got bullied into this. I think they – if, like, in a perfect world, they just play the game on Sunday and don't have to move it to Tuesday and deal with all this stuff. Also, think they like the idea of being the only game on town on, but, on a Tuesday. No, but it's a evening. regional game. Like it's yeah. not a national game. Like, well, but oh. I do think they like the idea of having football on Tuesday night. Sure. Yeah. Like, like, that, so, that's there's that is that advantage. You know who doesn't so, like it? The Philadelphia Eagles and their fans. Joe yes. Webb. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, this doesn't bother me in any way. And, and for someone you know, who gets so angry about things, you're just I, like fine with this. Like, it's just Your like, name's Mad Mike. Luke Warm Mike. I'm today. not even. I'm not, it doesn't. It doesn't move my needle in any way because, like, the game's still going to happen. It's not like, and and honestly, the players, like, from the players' perspective, I think if they forfeit, they both lose their checks. So I don't yeah. think the players would have been like they can gripe and complain all they want, but if they forfeited, they would have been really annoyed about not getting paid. So I don't know. Like, there's nothing really to complain about here, guys. I know it's wow. like an inconvenience, but like, it's not, I don't it, know, Mike and Greek call. It's not that it's an inconvenience. It's a competitive disadvantage. Yeah, I also think inconvenience undermines a little bit what's yeah. happening. And then this, yeah. also, like, for the fans themselves, we've only talked about the team, but, like, for people who have tickets to the game, can't go on a Tuesday night. There are so many, and I understand the NFL is not thinking about that when they're doing this. Like, it is what it is. I get it. But, like, it still sucks. It's still crappy for those people who, like, have to completely uproot their yeah. schedules for because the NFL decided, oh, you know, we'll just move it. Like, 7 o'clock on a Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, that's like, still- that's tough for working people. I agree. I like like, you don't want to say like the real victims here, right? But like the the people that do lose the most here and like are the fans that that now we're gonna go on a Sunday, they have to go on a Tuesday at seven o'clock. Like, what if you can't go now? Like you bought these tickets for it and you were saying this as we were walking in together, like if you looked all like you know, a lot of people buy one game, like one game a year. They're like this is the game we're going to go to, and they look forward to it, all those things. Now, who knows? Like maybe they can't go on a Tuesday, all those things. It's so that that does really really suck for the fans. Like I definitely feel for me, me and you, and we talked about this too. Like we're a bit desensitized to it. Yep. Like it's our job. Like yep. for me now, I have off Sunday. I just work Tuesday. Yep. But like I, it's not lost to me that a lot of people like this majorly impacts how they feel about the game and their ability to go. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four in a second. We'll find out if Elliot thinks Jalen Hurts is going to play on Tuesday. First, let's go to New Mexico and talk to our buddy David. Hello, sir. Gentlemen, how are we? What's going on, man? I am pissed. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, David. Finally, a caller is on my lane here. Let's go. I am livid. I mean, the NFL is about safe face at all costs. These bastards are too cheap and too greedy to refund tickets. That's the reason why they rescheduled this thing. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the rules are in place. They put the rule in place because they never thought they would have to actually apply it. Okay. I agree they with figured, you, they, David. They, they, put the rule, they put the rule in place to, to, to make players get vaccinated. That's going. why they exactly. did it. They did it so more players would get vaccinated. And that's fine. Exactly. But, like, don't do that and then not follow through on the threat that you made. But that's just it. They didn't think they would have to. They would think with all the protocols in place and whatnot, everybody would do the same thing and they wouldn't have a problem. It looks good on the books. It looks good like they're, you know, forward thinking or trying to get none, none of that. 
Well, another so way to say that the they Washington didn't think, team, another way that what you're saying, which I agree with you on, is it's not that they knew they weren't they knew they were not going to. It wasn't that they weren't going to have to. They knew they were never going to have a game forfeited, barring like the most extreme example out there. Like they knew they were never going to forfeit a game. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there's no sense in putting that rule in place. Then. Exactly. 100%. That's our point. Yeah. Okay. So so here so so here's where we stand. The league already scheduled the Philadelphia Eagles to play four games in two weeks already, and this is without the COVID uh, uh, pandemic affecting it. Now they got to do it again later in the season with playoff implications. Now you cannot tell me that that's not a fair that's not an unfair advantage for Washington. Now who cares? I'm praying for those players. All right, this COVID thing is still killing people. So I'm praying for those players that are sick. I want them Absolutely. to get better. Yeah. But I want That's them the I want to compete. I don't want to forfeit. I don't want to get a win that, that that wasn't earned. But if it was in place, all right, then the then the Redskins should have just forfeited the game and 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 we and we go on. There's no added pressure, there's no added difficulties, and there's certainly not an added risk for having these guys come in and play because the last thing we want is a pandemic epidemic in Philadelphia. David, great call, great points. And and to the point, Mad Mike talking about the players not getting played, and David just brought it up. First and foremost, like I feel a lot worse for the people we were just talking about who can go to one Eagles game a year and this is their game and now they can't go because it's Tuesday night or now it's all like ruined or whatever. I feel way worse for them than players missing one game check. The players will be fine. But on top of that, I'm sure Jeffrey Lurie could take care of the players somehow. I'm sure there is some way that he could do something to make up something lost if they had to forfeit. And again, I'm not even saying like that, you know, I'm, I want a forfeit. I don't want a game or whatever. I'm just saying like the the whole the players won't get paid for the game does zilch for me I'd as be, an argument. I'd Zero. be curious to know how the NFL fell down on this question, which is the reason they're moving it ultimately, like what they'll say at least is safety reasons, right? Like that more players can test out, which means, you know, there's less uh, contagious players, all those things. Like, how do you balance that with the fact that now players are going to play two games in six days? It's a great point. Two days and five days or whatever it is, right? It's like, Like, oh, it's okay for them to get hamstring injuries or this or that or whatever, but not, you know. Yeah, so I just, I'd be curious to know how they came down on that because, you know, playing, like, the Eagles have been a relatively healthy team all year. Like, very much so. That's honestly been one of their advantages. I know they've lost some players, clearly, but they've been relatively healthy. This is a tough, this is tough for them going and playing two, again, divisional games, which are, everyone will say, the toughest, you know, games there are to play. Ike Reese and, uh, you know, John Ritchie say that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Those were always the most physically demanding games. So now they have two of them in a short span. All right. Uh, speaking of it, we'll get back to the phones in a minute. Tuesday night. I got it right that time. Um, Good job, buddy. You were all over it last week. You were honestly the you I appreciate told, the credit you're you giving me. You even told me. You're like, Gardner's going to play. I'm like, nah, I yeah. think it's going to be Hurts. He said he's going to play. And you're like, okay. You were all over that. Where are you at right now, Saturday, heading into the Tuesday night game? What do you think? Because it's been a, a split reps week. Nick Sirianni yeah. sounded very unsure about, you know, this or that. What do you think? If, you, if you're a betting man, wh- who are you putting your chips on? Who's starting on Tuesday night? It, it's Jalen Hurts, wow. in my opinion. I think it's going to be Jalen. I think it's wow. going to be Jalen. I did not Jaylen. see that coming. Yeah, I think it's going to be Jalen. Earlier in the week, I didn't. When they came out on Wednesday and were very iffy about it, they like definitely raised red flags for me. But he was a full participant on Friday. I mean, for what it's worth, these few extra days, you know, I, they're, they're, I know they're going to yeah. do a walkthrough, you know, you know, knock on wood, hopefully nobody gets hurt doing that. And, you know, quick, really quick, the other thing is the Eagles are going to test on Monday. I know. For, so, you know. Just it, wait for, like, four Eagles to have COVID. Yeah, it's like, like, it's great. very possible yeah. that someone on Monday at the Eagles could test. But but regardless, um, I think it's going to be Jalen. And it's interesting now because, you know, it's a tough spot. The, the Washington's defensive line is now playing. So Washington's pass rush is, is not bad. 
Uh, it's a way tougher team than the Jets, you know, even with the, the missing players due to COVID. So coming off an extended layoff for Jalen, I mean, he won't have, he won't have played a game in you know almost a month, right? Like yeah. at least oh, a little over three weeks. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a really tough spot for Jalen, but I do think it's going to be Jalen for sure. That's interesting, and uh, it does change the dynamic of the game as well. If you want to get into whether you think it should be Jalen or Gardner, considering the whole situation, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four, and of course, where do you stand on this? You know, uh, as far as Elliot and I are concerned, the, the Eagles getting screwed with this whole situation. Are you with us or, or against us? Because there's only two sides on this right. one. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you till four today. Jack Fritz after that. So I got a uh, an interesting stat here from Warren Sharp. Former friend of the uh, show, yeah. still a friend, just, sure, just not yeah. on as much. So as we were talking about the the game against Washington being moved, like it's a, it's a weird wrinkle. But where the real disadvantage is the next game for the Eagles, right? They're playing on a short week, divisional game, all those things. So Warren Sharp has a stat here that last year there were five games that were moved because of COVID reasons, and in the next game, where the team that didn't have the outbreak, so basically the teams that will be in the Eagles situation versus the Giants, right? We're one and four. Oh, God. So they're basically saying that whenever the team that didn't have the outbreak had to then go play on a short week because of against the nothing they did, they weren't the ones with the yeah. outbreak. They're one and four in the five times. Not it happened. a great trend for the Eagles there. So let's hope small sample size, of course. But right. Still, still. Look, there's again whatever people want to say, whatever argument want to come with. Like you can't say the Eagles are not getting screwed here. You could say too bad. You, this is a pandemic and. And just deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I think you can think that moving the game was the right decision while also acknowledging the Eagles are getting Yeah, screwed. you have to acknowledge. There is right. no other there's no other side to that. The Eagles are getting screwed. Period. It just is what it is. Now, do you think it makes it tougher for the Eagles on Tuesday or on Sunday? I'm sorry, like you know, the Giants the next, game yeah, for Giants sure. Game. And look, I again I'm not I'm not not worried about the fact that they're coming off a bye and then it's just a few extra days and they've been gearing up and ready to come back and play. Like it's more I mean like you said, Jalen Hurts, if he starts, want to play football for over a month. And the rest of the team want to play for like 17, 18 days. Yeah. Like, that's a long time, again, for creatures of habit or used to playing each week and all that. So it is, it's concerning. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on it? Let's go to South Philly and talk to Anthony. Yo, Ant. Hi, Jimmy. How are you, buddy? Good, pal. Good to talk to you, my friend. Hi, Elliot. How are you? Hey, what's up? What's up? All right, buddy. Jimmy, I got a question because I'm, I'm unclear on this. Sure. What happens on Tuesday? If a bunch of Eagles players test positive, like our two quarterbacks, for example, can we play without them? Yeah, or, I, I, or does I would the NFL post, postpone the game again. It's a great question. I, I think I, if it was like if the Eagles had, let's say, Jalen and, and uh, Gardner tested positive, and it was just them two, I think they would play the game. Now, if let's say Monday when the Eagles test, like fourteen, you know, they get like fourteen positives, then yeah, they in that case, I don't. I mean, I think they would either postpone it or maybe you then talk about forfeiting. I don't know. But I, I think it would have to be a very large number. It wouldn't have to be key players. It would have to be a large number of players. Yeah, I think it's the number of players more so than who those players are, but, Anthony. you know, really quick, Anthony, like to your point, the Eagles are at disadvantage here too because it's tougher to move that game from Tuesday than it is to move it from Sunday to Tuesday. So if the Eagles had an outbreak now, like they're more likely to, to be a stiffer penalty there than if Washington did initially. So, so in other words, then the whole schedule blows up and we have no idea about playoff runs or anything else like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, yeah. And, and oh, my God. Are, uh, yeah, and, and uh, this is like they're, they're, the Eagles are in a tough spot. We better hope that on Monday they test clean because that, that'll just add a whole nother layer to this situation. That So then you've accommodated one team, but maybe not accommodated Exactly. Well, because if the further you push it back, they're running out of time. As Elliot pointed <laughs> out before, the NFL, I believe, and he believes, never plan on forfeiting any games this year. Right. That was never the plan, and, and I think that that's their goal, you know? Well, I'll, I'll enjoy the, the game tonight then watching Carson Wentz play. Yeah, yeah good one tonight. With you, and good call. And we, we all, whatever you feel about Carson Wentz, we can all agree we're all rooting for the Patriots. And I know it's a weird thing to say as an Eagles fan. Yeah. But draft pick. Absolutely. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Easy one. We actually have a rooting Yo, Carson interest. plays. And here's something else to consider about the, the Carson Wentz situation. And he's, it looks like he's going to play tonight. So it might be a bit of a, a, a moot, right? Mm-hmm. Is it moot? It is moot. Not mute. No, it's moot. All right, bit of a yeah. moot point. <laughs> but Carson's not vaccinated, and if he's a close contact where it seems like more and more positives are showing yeah. up all around all the leagues that are playing right now, he's out for, you know, 10 days or whatever it is or you know, because he's unvaccinated. So Eagles are super close to getting that first-round pick, but, you know, it's like this is something to keep an eye on. 215-592-9494. It's going to Winfield and talk to Dan. Hey, Danny. Hey, gents. Happy Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Thanks, Christmas, man. my man. Now, I love the two of you, and I'm going to respectfully disagree about the fairness of it. Okay. Um, At the end of the day, me as a fan, I want to see the best players out there. Um, I want to see really, really, I don't want to see the Eagles play, you know, 20 guys that are coming off a practice squad. And I wouldn't want to see the Eagles have 20 guys from a practice squad playing either. But the people that I think that are really being uh, unfairly screwed here are the fans actually that are attending the game. I agree. I said that before I, that I feel more sympathetic towards them than anyone in this whole situation. Right. And as far as the COVID, no. And if anyone believed that Goodell was going to actually enforce that rule, that absurd rule that he's going to cancel the game, it's not a sport. It's a business and they don't make money. If te- games aren't televised, you guys know that. Yeah, that's, that's why money. I thought earlier when Mad Mike said about, you know, they I think it was Mad Mike, put put out the uh, the product on the field. Like, I don't think the NFL cares who's playing in the game. They just want to make sure the game is played. Again, they right. let Kendall Hinton play quarterback yeah. for the Broncos last year. Right. Mad, Mad Mike must have been on something. Because that's I, it might have not Mike been him. I apologize him. if not. I thought it was What's him. that? It might have not been him. I, I apologize if it wasn't. But, yeah, I, I don't think the NFL cares about uh, the product on the field. No. But also you got to look at it this way. Like, there's, you can't use the word fair. Is it fair that the Eagles haven't traveled in six weeks? Well, uh, yes, the schedule. It's the schedule, Dan. Like, that's what it no, is. No, but, but what I'm trying to say, is it fair that some teams get nine games at home versus eight games? Can't well, really then look at then it next year it'll change. Then the other no, team, it'll but flip. It's, we, I take it season by season. Well, but what, know, I, what, I, what I would right, say, though. And, is, and good call, Dan. Like, like, this is unexpected. This is, you know, this again, is not. And again, there's a rule. Like, that's why it's unfair. If there were no rule then we wouldn't be here saying this is unfair. It's unfair because there was a rule for this specific situation. And again, look, I didn't expect them to forfeit the game. Like, I think based on the rule, it probably should have been. But regardless, like, make them play on Sunday. Make them play shorthanded. Like, well, and the, the irony of all this, if I'm using that expression correctly. Is that all these guys are coming If all these guys today. are back. Like, a lot of these players could have played tomorrow had they played the game. A lot, a lot came off today. Montez Sweat did. Jonathan Allen did. Like, the lot, No new positives for no Washington. No new positives today. for Washington. So... You know, it looks like if they would have waited, uh, you know, 24 hours or whatever, this game very, very well could have been played on Sunday. Let's go to Brookhaven and talk to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. Well, 
I actually kind of am fortunate. I have a wedding to go to on Sunday. So oh, now I can oh what again. a win. We found okay, the yeah. win. There you go, buddy. Brandon was following it all week. Like, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs> in the world. Like, Let's keep the player safe here, no, you know? No, no. But I'm with you guys. This yeah. Eagles got screwed. Absolutely. Um, so before you hang up on me, I do have a question. Um, so w- one thing, too, which really upsets me is, let's say I'm not a transmission expert on COVID or anything like that. So let's say the Eagles play Washington. Next thing you know, two days later, on Thursday or Friday, you start seeing Eagles in um, COVID outbreak. I mean, that's not fair to us. No. No, I get I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it just Goodell doesn't care. I'm just upset about this. I'm, I'm sorry for the fans. And I'm sure Jeff Lurie would have paid them their game checks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, or found a way around whatever. I don't know about the the the. I know there's like um, you know, the, you might not be allowed. To, right, exactly. Right. But Je- Jeffrey Lurie would have found a way to make it up to his players who missed the game because it wasn't their fault. I believe. Yeah, he's yeah, that type. Of guy. He's that type of guy. Those, yeah, I love to hear those questions being asked. So if you can, Elliot, ask yeah. those players what you think. But my question is, is could so is Goodell available to question? No. Like to press or anything like that, saying, what's your thoughts? Why are you going on with this? No, I think Goodell, Goodell only talks to me like three or four times yeah. a year. Yeah, he doesn't. No, I mean, any press, national press, anything. Does he have a commitment to the press? To no, no, that's no, what I'm no, saying. At the Super Bowl, he has to speak at the he Super Bowl. He only speaks when he wants to speak, basically. Yeah, and I think he huh. has to speak at the Super Bowl. I think yeah. the only I time, the only <laughs> time during the year that he has to speak is that press conference at the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's BS. Yeah, Brandon, I'm with you. Good call. Like, but yeah, I, yeah, of course, man. Of course, it's BS. Right. You know. Well, that's how you I mean. He makes forty million dollars a year. You know. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Man. It's unbelievable. And look, Roger Goodell is doing what the owners tell him to do. We all know that. So. Well, I, I think an important thing to point out too is the union, like the NFLPA, probably wanted this game played. You know, because like they, it, they're losing checks if not. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, so I, I the forfeit thing. Our point on that is more it's, it sure seems like the rule should have led to a forfeit, but I don't think anybody – we keep saying the NFL is never going to forfeit a game. The Players Union also wanted this game to – all the games, not just the Eagles games, but all the games to be played. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. where do you stand on this? Uh, we've heard a few people who are, are kind of like, tough luck, deal with it, and also some people on our side saying, you know what, the Eagles are getting screwed here and this isn't right, and the NFL needs to answer for this. We know mm-hmm. they won't, but they should. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot, it's James. It's Go Birds Radio, and let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking games with teams when you place your bets. There's so much action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances as well, and it makes watching the games that much more fun. In football, you can bet on passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns and hoops. You can bet points, rebounds, and assists, and hockey bet goal scores, and so much more, plus with the live in-game betting. And the wildly popular same-game parlays, the Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. And with all this football coming up the next few days, we got football tonight, football tomorrow, football Monday, Tuesday. There is so much action to get involved in, so much to bet on, and these games are just more fun when you got some action on it. We're going to be watching them anyway. Why not have a vested interest in the game and caring about who wins, who loses, what players score? It just makes it so much more fun. The app is intuitive. It's easy to use. It's fun, safe, and secure. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get your first bet risk-free up to 
$100. Make your bet on a favorite player or a player you're watching or bet any game. Just download the app and get your risk-free bet up to $500. Go to the parkscasino.com slash PA. Excuse me, parkscasino.com slash PA. And use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. Jim, James, Jimothy, Elliot, Elliot. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer. With you till four. Mm. Normally we're halfway through the show. We're not even halfway through yet. Well, look, we got, a, got no shows the next two weeks, it's unfortunately. True. So Yeah, make up for it with yes. a little extra today. It's a beautiful thing. 215-592-9494 talking, obviously, about the... <laughs> Topic of the day, the topic of the last couple of days. I'm sure yeah. the topic of the day until Tuesday night when we see what happens in this Eagles game. Talking about this, uh, you know, such an unfair situation for the Philadelphia Eagles. As far as we're concerned, the Eagles are getting screwed by the NFL. There was a rule in place. They decided not to follow the rule. The team that gets screwed is the Philadelphia. Eagles. So I actually think the way the team responds to it on Tuesday night is, I think they're going to come out. And you ready for this? Mollywop, Washington. Oh, you like that buddy. word? I, I think they're going to come out and just. Obliterate. Them. I hope so. I, I think hope this they is come out angry for this game. I think this is how they respond to it, right? I think then we Sirianni worry about the Giants game. On the yeah, then the now. Giants will see. But I think Sirianni's actually pretty well suited to like he seems like a rah rah, obviously, sure. like a rah rah type guy, right? Oh, yeah. And I I could see him. He's very good with messaging. I could see him using this as a messaging to really get them fired. Good, up. he should and get it fired up. But look, I, I, you know, I've said for years, and it's one of the things that that with 2017 that made me believe that team was going to win the Super Bowl, even with Foles as they rolling along all that stuff yeah i'm a huge us against the world guy yeah like, i think that is one of the best motivational tactics that there is out there the nfl is screwing you guys over this other team did this you guys you're the ones who have to sell you know you have to show up four days after you have to do this like it's us against the world like let's go get them baby like love anywhere it. anytime let's do it that's the message i like that anywhere like that? look at you i should i should really be a coach I know. well i should really be a general manager that would be a more of a strength of mine yeah. coaching would be a little tougher yeah my be tough. Being so they don't know how to design plays. Yeah, you've never really played football. So well, or like I, at a high level. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I did win football. the field goal competition. That's true. Everyone forgets that every time they always go. You never played football. I'm like, I won the field goal competition twice. It's true. Yeah, you had a golden boot. Only two time winner in Eagles media history. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phone. See how people feel. Let's talk to my buddy Tr. Yo Tr. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. I'm just a little bummed out about, about Sunday, but I didn't know that it was other teams playing at the same time. You know, I thought they changed the, the rules just for the Eagles. Yeah, so, so there's just, uh, the Seahawks game, I believe, Seahawks is the same. Seahawks and Rams is at 7 o'clock yeah. on Tuesday as well. So I think it's more more how they come in mentally, you know, not worrying about this on Tuesday. It's going to put their work in like they should, you know. We, we should be fine. I'm not worrying about what day they play on. They're professional athletes, so it shouldn't be no question about when they can play. You know what I mean? It's not about because they say Twitch is a Tuesday. Your mindset of comfortability needs to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because I'm uncomfortable. The fans are uncomfortable due to the fact we don't know we're getting in the playoffs now. So they need to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that, but I do think there's something to be said for the fact that, you know, especially this time of year, like the Eagles are in a habit of things. They're used to doing, you know, certain work on certain days. Having, you know, they spend all week getting their body ready for Sunday. Now now they have to extend it till Tuesday. So I, I agree with it men mentally, like you have to say anywhere, anytime, like all those things. But I do right. think this is tough on them as like professionals in the way they go about their business. It, well, keyword professionals. It shouldn't be tough on their pros, 
just like in a boxing game, sometimes fights get, get put back a month or two. Mm-hmm. So you're a pro, so you got to adapt to what's going on around you. That's all. Yeah. So I'm not worrying about it. I think it's going to be a plus for us mentally because we're going to take it out on them because we got switched up. And we're going to go all the way. You know, I'm, I'm, going, I'm saying Super Bowl. I don't care if nobody. Oh, I love my team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying that. Yeah, it's like Sam. I'm feeling I'm not going to never downplay us, man. Philadelphia, you know? So, yeah, I'm going all the way with it. I know? love it, TR. Always great to talk to you, brother. And I don't know if I can get on board with that part of the call, but. You know, lo- the last time they played on a Tuesday, it ruined their season. Maybe this time oh, it'll make their season. Oh, there you go. I, uh, to his point, though, look, I-, I agree. Like, I do think that for this Tuesday game, I actually agree with you, Elliot. Like, I think. The Eagles are going to come out angry. I think they're going to be ready yeah. to play. I think, you know, I was worried about the bye week and coming out slow after a bye week. I think this actually kind of helps with that a That's little true. bit because it adds a little fire to the game that might not have been there before. I just think, like we keep talking about, the real disadvantage stems the next week. And I know it's the Giants, and they should beat the Giants. And you shouldn't lose the Giants twice, but playing on four days rest is tough. It's like, really hard. Especially four days when you're not expecting it. You're not planning for it. You're not, you know, building up to it. It's, it's totally th- – again, I am – Elliot knows I bring it up all the time. He brought it up earlier in the show. Like football, I'm a big believer that football players, more than any other sport, mm-hmm. are creatures of habit. And when you mess with that habit, it does have effects. It's a question of how they power through that stuff. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it's up to the coaching staff, the the medical staff, to get them ready in time. The players and all that stuff. And you know, we we kind of started the uh, show talking about this how. The Eagles, as a franchise, and I say as a franchise, not as a team, because the whole franchise involved in how they handle COVID, right? Like bo- both sides of the building, yep. for all that stuff. But I think that to, to the same way that they've handled COVID well, I do think they are, they are set up to handle this as well. Like, you know, this is a kind of a debate we get into a lot. And, you know, I think the Eagles are better off right now than you do and vice versa. But, like, as a franchise, like Jeffrey Lurie knows how to, he, you know, he best Run a franchise. Yes, exactly. So I do think they'll be ready. It's just – Physically, a very tough situation to be put in uh, playing on that Sunday. Let's go to Florida and talk to our buddy Ja'Cory. Yo, Ja'Cory. What's going on, guys? What's up, Ja'Cory? Chilling, chilling, man. Thought we had a game on Sunday. They don't put this to Tuesday. Mm. Um, you know, as a fan, you know, if I was living in Philadelphia, I'd be upset. But now it's just, it's like, okay, you know, I know I'm taking work off early. On Tuesday, <laughs> so I get off at 6 and again, so I said 7, so I'm probably going to get off work early. But, yeah, but I feel for the fans, you know, I'll be mad, too. And for the players, it's kind of like, you know, a, win, a win-lose situation. Yeah, you know, you get a, a couple extra days to your body rest, but you have to turn around and play that Sunday. You know, it's kind of bad. Um, And, Elliot, I, you know, I want your answer on this one. Yep. What do you think if Nick Sirianni does this, doesn't play hurt, on Tuesday, plays an issue, let Hurts get to 100%, because I don't think he's 100%. I think he's about, like, 80%, and let Hurts play Sunday against the Giants. So, I'm a believer that if Hurts is able to play, you should play him. Like, no one's going to get to 100% this time of year. An interesting wrinkle to this is now that you have such a short week, like, is there an advantage to playing – you know, maybe going, uh, James, if you, do you think, is there an advantage to playing Minshew on Tuesday? And I think it's going to be hurt, so it's just a hypothetical. Good call, Ja'Cory. Like, is there an advantage to playing one quarterback one game and then purposely holding him out for the next simply because you know it's going to be a super short week? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially a guy coming off a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's almost the smart thing to do. Yeah. And, and so I do think it'll be Hurts. I do. I believe that's who it'll be. But I do wonder how these next three days could impact things. Like, there's a positive to it. He gets more time. 
But then also, I don't know if you're the Eagles. Like, do you think he'll be able his ankle be able to take playing on a Tuesday and then a Sunday? Like, that's something to consider. Yeah, it's a big question. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Back to the phones in a sec. But Elliot, it is our our last Go Birds yes. radio show of the year. The pod we'll still be doing pods over the next couple of weeks. So check that out wherever you get your podcast. But um, our last show of the year, we'll be back. I guess the first Saturday uh, or second Saturday, twenty twenty two, January eighth or ninth, whatever that that yes. is. So we will be back. We're not going anywhere for long, but obviously we'll be off for the next couple Saturdays as they are holidays themselves. Good time to kind of catch up on the year here. A recap, if yeah. one. Yeah. Well, look, when we were standing here, I guess like one year ago, exactly at this time, obviously. It would have been a, a different date, but a, but a Saturday in December last yeah. year, I think we're having a very different conversation. I mean, obviously, we're, the anger from this conversation today specifically would have been a little probably, different. Was probably there a different anger, but yeah. But what what do you think about where the Eagles were a year ago from from right now and and where we're at right now? What's your kind of feel on the the last year of Eagles football, Eagles off the field drama, a lot of changes, a lot of new stuff? Where are you at right now? I still think the craziest thing if you would have went back a year and told twenty twenty. At the end of the year, 2020, Elliot, that Doug Peterson wasn't the head coach. I still think that's the biggest shock. Like, I know last year they, they were a poorly coached team, right? Like, and Carson played bad, and that's certainly part of it. But just the fact that Doug's gone is still wild to me. Like, that's the only thing that I think the team is worse off in that regard. Like, I, I do think a quarterback, they're better off with where they're at with Jalen and, and the opportunity in front of that he has and also the opportunity they have to get another quarterback if they need to. I think the draft picks, uh, Devontae Smith has looked really good. This draft class has looked really good. So I think we, we would have been saying this time last year, this is the most important offseason of Howie's career to a certain extent, right? Like, this is a critically important year for the Eagles. And I think they're better off. Like, they're a good team. I think they have a bright future. And I think really what could have been a really rough time for the franchise, they came out of it good. So when I look back at 2021, no, not everything was perfect by them. They missed on certain things. But ultimately, this team is better off now than they were a year ago. Uh, look, I think in a, in some ways, like they're better off because just of how toxic it was and Carson mm. had to go and all that. But I can't get to where you're at with this team right now and feeling super hopeful about the future. Like I'm coming around on Sirianni. You know, there was definitely a period where I, I wanted him gone. I thought he should have been a one and done. I'm, I'm past that. He's improved. He's are you developed. ready to like, admit he was a good hire? No, no. no oh, come no. on. It's man. too early. What are you talking about? He's coached 14 games. All right. Or so you, so then it, there would be no coach where you'd say it's a good hire after 14. Uh, unlikely. Like, right. you really okay. have to show well, me that, something. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Then. You'd really but have to show if me something. If you want to wait. Well, I mean, yeah. I've, I've lived through Chip Kelly. I've lived through coaches where they have amazing first. Ray Rhodes made the playoffs his first year. Like, I've seen guys have great first. Ben McAdoo. Made the playoffs his first year as Giants head coach. You know what I mean? Like we've right. seen guys have good first years and then craters. So like I'm not, I'm not there yet. But look, Sirianni has improved. He has made me feel better about him. I, the quarterback situation is still unsure. You know, I'm, and obviously the the top of the organization. I still obviously we have differing opinions of Harry Roseman and his ability to do his job effectively. So I, I don't feel. Super I just don't optimistic. see how you how you can't be impressed by what Howie's done the last calendar year. Like. The Sirianni hire was a good one. You're going to get really mad at this, but I think the Jonathan Gannon hire has has, has been a good one. I like don't. I know you don't, but I mean they're top 15 in points. Like they're top 15 in points allowed and points scored, which I think you would have not predicted before the season. So they've been good, relatively good on both sides of the ball. Very good on offense over the last month. Like, and I, I know that you know the coaching is, is obviously a big part of that, but ultimately, like 
Howie's you can't say that Howie's to blame for a lot and then not give him credit when everything seems to be going well. And right now, what things do you, what are, do you mean things are going well? They're six and seven. They're they've benefited from the worst schedule, one of the worst schedules in the league. Yeah, like, but here's my problem. Like, with they're not say a that. great football team. They're not set up where I feel like they're going to be a juggernaut for the next. 10 no, years I, I, I don't think that's or, where they're at. I, like, agree. I don't even think they, they could be a four win team next year. Like I don't know. I wouldn't count on that. But like I, they are certainly not. They're still far away, as far as I'm concerned. So here's my thing: when people say, "Well, they just they're they're only getting and save an easy schedule," what you're really saying is they're only doing well because they're playing teams that they're better than. Like that's what it means. No, like, your schedule. No, no, no. Well, but the schedule I'm means I'm saying that they're you're... losing to teams that are better than them, and they're beating. They some lost bad to, teams. They lost to one team that was better than them. What are you talking about? They lost to Dallas. They lost to Kansas. Oh no, sorry, I missed. You're right. I'm, my apologies. I'm saying they're losing yes, to yes, teams yes. that are better than them. I want to be those teams. Yeah. I don't want to be the mediocre team in the middle. I agree. Like, so I, I, like, I, while but there's not many of those teams. Well, there's a lot of mediocre. I agree with no, that. No, no, no. There's I not know, a lot of the, yeah. great ones. There's a lot of mediocre. I get that. But I'm right. saying, like, that doesn't mean that I'm sitting here saying, oh, I'm cool with it. Like, I can't say I'm super hopeful. Like, I, the quarter, the two most important things that go to the quarterback, like, I don't know for sure on either. I am better with Sirianni than I was a month ago, but I'm not sure he's the guy. Well, here's why I think and, he's— And yeah. the quarterback, I like Hurts. There's upside there, but I'm not sure he's the guy. So, like, I still have question marks at the two biggest spots in my franchise. And, oh, by the way, I don't think the GM's good at his job. Right. So, like, so why what, would I be super optimistic right Here's now why I think future? you should be, all right? Because before the season, the reason I thought this team would be good is because the Eagles have a history. And when I say the Eagles, I mean Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have a history of bouncing back, right? They are not a franchise that stays down for long. You look at real dysfunctional teams like the Giants, Washington, right? Like, the, like those are dysfunctional teams. I think this season has shown and offseason has shown that the Eagles of Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman know how to build winning football teams. So you're right. Anything could happen next year. We had no idea they were going to lose four games, only win four games last year. But I think when you look at it, you're seeing the beginning of the ascent again, which happens after down years for the Eagles. 215-592-9494. If you want to chime in on that as well, the Eagles over the last year, the either improvement, not enough improvement, where do you stand with the franchise as we head into the end of the year? And and hopefully a brighter future with this team. 215-592-9494. And, of course, the Eagles getting screwed. Let's go to Chuck in South Jersey. Chuck, how are you, pal? Hey, how you doing, James? Hold on. Let me take your speaker. No worries, Chuck. Take your time. How you been, Chuck? Uh, what a pleasure. Right here. I always think the pressure of taking it off speaker right then okay, has here to we be go. tough. Oh, yeah, because, like, you know, you're in the exactly, moment. Yes. Some some callers, are. it's almost like uh, magic. Like, they're like, let me take you off speaker, and as they're saying it, they're taking it's off impressive. speaker. Yeah, it, it's, it's impressive stuff. Chuck, how are well, you? Well, there's a delay. There's a delay in the phone, too, when you guys come on and when people get on. Yeah, that's true. Sure, yeah. Sad. So, a lot of times I'll be saying something, you'll be saying something, we can't hear each other in those few seconds. Yeah, but anyway, first things first. Happy holidays to you guys, uh, you James too, and man. Elliot. Chuck, you too. you too, my friend. And uh, James, uh, how's Zoe, girl, and uh, Emily? Awesome. Oh, I'm obsessed with Zoe. She's the best. I can't get enough of her. Absolutely, I agree with you, James. Uh, uh, should have the rule if it's not going to be applied. I have uh, tickets. I don't know. I'm not sure I was even going to go Sunday, just because of the COVID thing, and I'm compromised because of my cancer situation. Yeah, you yeah. know. But uh, now to put it on Sunday, you got a Flyers game on top of that. Yeah, down there, and, and it, it's going to be a total mess. I don't personally. I feel they should play the game. Logistically, I would want to play the game with the best players on the field. So I'm kind of torn in between that. I think uh, 
it's a money grab. You know, they don't want to forfeit the game because nobody's going to make any money. Yeah, I'm with you, Chuck. I'm with you. You know, and uh, it's the it's the fans that are losing here. I, Chuck, I agree, and great call as always. I, that that that's what I said before. Like, if I have to pick the people that I feel most empathy towards, most sympathetic for. It's the people who this screws up. Like, again, we were talking about before, but there are a lot of people who go to one Eagles game a year. Like, this is their game. They yes. plan for it. They buy the tickets. It's the only game they can afford or whatever. And and now it's completely in upheaval. Like, you might not be able to go. Tuesday at 7 o'clock is like, if you were until 5, if you were until 6, like, that's tough. And man. also, Tuesday's the worst day of the week for oh, what it's yeah. worth, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. There, there's that played into it as well. I do wonder what the atmosphere will be like down there. I was thinking about, obviously, we'll do the WIP, I assume at least, do the WIP pregame show. Um, out on the uh, you know, at, at the stadium. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, do people show up early? Do people show up mad? Like, do people show up? I mean, there could it could be less people there than there was going to be otherwise. So just be interesting what the atmosphere is like, especially for a team that has not played well at home. Yeah, it's a really good point. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. In a second, we'll get to Elliot's player to watch for this now Tuesday night football game. First, let's go to Brookhaven and talk to Walter. How you been, Walter? Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? James and Elliot, I want to wish you guys uh, happy holidays and a very safe new year. You too. You Thanks, too. Walter. Same to you, my friend. Thank you. And uh, I just want to tell you guys that uh, I am so happy that the hammer ended the year on a loss. Oh, how <laughs> great was that, Walter? Like, thank was, you, John. John is the name of the man who beat the hammer yesterday. He is our hero. We needed it. Like, the hammer had gotten to a very, very haughty level. Like, well, he, kept he was winning, really I mean. feeling himself. He needed to be knocked down a peg. I'm very grateful. Yeah, and he's got a couple weeks now to, to stew, stew, and I'm really uh, happy nothing about bad. that. Me too, Walter. Me too, buddy. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I think that the Eagles are getting a raw deal here. And, you know, having to play the Giants after, you know, four days later, um, it's, it's really – you know, and then playing three games in 13 days, it's really, it's really hard. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I think they should play him on Sunday. And like, I think Anthony was saying earlier, what happens if the Eagles come up with COVID on Monday? And then, you know, like a bunch of the 20 players come up with COVID, then what happens? I mean, well, it's tough. You know, it's tough to move it, the game then because you've already moved it once. It's going to be even tougher to move it the second time. Yeah, and uh, you know I don't, I, you know they should play it on Sunday, where they should just the, the Redskins or the Washington should just forfeit it, because I don't want the uh, Eagles anywhere near the uh, Washington football team, because I don't want them getting any COVID uh, virus and then having to, you know, forfeit any of the games down the line against the Giants or against Dallas. Right. But yeah. They need those wins. No. Well, the well, good, good call. Yeah, and the good news is a lot of the Eagles players are vaccinated. They will be outside, which certainly is a big deal. And here. when we've seen teams play with these, I mean, and again, it's all. I think it's all. You never know. Yeah. You never know. But we have not seen many there's not been any a lot of transfer to transfer from yes. teams playing games we certainly know with the baseball in a different sport but uh we all remember 2020 when they first came back the phillies had to miss a week because they played yep. against marlins team that like 17 guys and no phillies got it from yeah. that so you know it is one of those things where we don't know and and it is but i agree with walter it's a situation you you worry about Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. it is time to get to elliot's player to watch for this Tuesday night football game. Elliot's player to watch is brought to you by your local tri-state Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Toyota, let's go places. Let's go, Eagles. Elliot, who you watching? So every week we could do the quarterback, right? Yeah. And, of course, the big player to watch on J on Tuesday, Tuesday is Jalen, but I'm not going to go that route. I'm going to go Devontae Smith. So Devontae Smith the last few weeks has not been super involved in the offense. You saw Dallas Goddard have a big game last uh, two weeks ago with Minshew. 
But Smith just hasn't really been involved. He didn't get him much against the Jets, and then the week before that against the Giants, we all remember what happened with him being frustrated at the end. The Eagles have now had their bye week plus an extra few days to uh, prepare on how to get Devontae more involved. I think with Jalen, I believe, coming back, it'll be interesting to see how involved he is. We know how how much this season he's like to throw the ball to Devontae. So against a you know not great Washington secondary, I think Devontae Smith is really the player to watch and to see how they get him involved. 215, again, that is Elliott's player to watch, brought to you by local Tri-State Toyota dealers. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on... You know, the, the the bleep show, let's yes. call it, that has been the last day or so of Eagles and Eagles football. And, and uh, the situation we find ourselves in where this game is now on Tuesday night through no fault of the Philadelphia Eagles. And to the point made before where your your year with the Eagles, like where are you at right now? Are you more positive than you were about this team's future than you were a year ago? Elliot is. I'm still unsure. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Yeah, buddy. Here we go. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Playing the hits here, Moshe Kravitz. I don't know. What, what song is this? Oh, stop. I mean, maybe I don't recognize it yet. What is it? I don't even know what to do with you. Very few do. 215-592. Like, do you know the group? Yeah. Can you get the I'm group? telling you, I don't know what song this is. Now, I might recognize it the more it plays, but off the top of my head, I do not well, recognize there's no, it. It's a, obviously an instrumental version. Yes, there's, right. There's usually words here. No, I don't recognize it without the words. It's a I, very distinct sound. Did the Beastie Boys? No. Okay. Well, then no. Right state, right city, I guess. It's Wu-Tang. Okay. 215-592-9494. That's an embarrassing one for me. It should be. Yeah. It's pretty bad. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Where do you stand on this Eagles situation, we'll call it, where we are uh, seeing Tuesday night football for the first time since Joe Webb. Mm. Like, just to hammer this home, right? Like, Joe Webb is a you, – all you need to say is Joe Webb. And everyone knows what you're talking about in Philadelphia. Any Eagles fan is like, oh, the Joe Webb game. And now we're doing it again, Elliot. We're what, doing it again. What other athletes in Philly sports, if you just say the name, so not like, you know, like LeBron James, like right. Joe Webb, right? Like Joe Webb, everyone knows. Yeah. Are there other athletes where one moment is so tied to them like that? You're talking about opposing, like, teams. opposing teams. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, Miracle at the Meadowlands, um, Kasarchik or whatever that one, you know, obviously the first one. Right. Um, there are definitely other moments. I mean, like, would you say Matt Dodge for punting it to Deshaun? Like, well, I'm, th- I'm saying Joe Webb might be, like, the at the top of the list. There might there. not be another opposing athlete that the, just his name, everyone knows Elicits exactly what you're talking it's about. It's a good one. I don't know. I'll bet, like, you, I'll bet you there is and we're not thinking of it. Maybe but, like Cody Oh, Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber's a good would one. Would be a good one. Yes. But uh, it's a good point. Like, there aren't – certainly I will say this. I'll bet you there is not a more random one yes. that is as no big way. as Joe Webb. If you're Washington – would you sign Joe oh, Webb? Of course I would. I would I mean, sign like, him already. Yeah. yeah I guess, Just but, for like psyching. Now, I know there's no one on the Eagles that no, played in that still, game. It, but. It's a thing, you know? Yeah. I'm with you. Just to mess with them. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Ben Sam and talk to my buddy Keith. Hey, Keith. Is Keith really Is your buddy? Here? It's fair to wonder. If yeah, he's not, I yeah. talk to everybody. I know. These are my guys, my people. Keith. Ah. Uh, Oh, my buddy mm. Keith, not ready. We'll come back to him. I'm most check him. Another one of my buddies, Matt and Ridley. Matt, what up, pal? Uh, I got to get something off my chest here. Uh-oh. Do it. What a way to start. Yester- the- That's always yes- a great yes- way to start a call right there. I love it. Yesterday, Christmas came early, and you know exactly what I'm talking the about. The hammer goes down. Come on. Pl- pl- play it for me one time. Play me the song. 
I'm not I'm not producing right now. If Moshe oh, Kravitz, oh, it's okay. Cool that's in okay. the gang, baby. You can give me a little <laughs> celebrate good time. Come. Yeah, I'm with you, Matt. What a beautiful Christmas moment. came early. Uh, Christmas came early. It was so I good. Can't thank you enough. There it that. is. Yeah. <laughs> There and I hope is. he's listening because the song's going to drive him nuts. Oh, I know. I love that this song is now like a trigger response with Joe. Where when he hears it, he just knows he lost. It's a great thing. What's his record now? Uh, 176 and 26, I believe. Pretty good. Not bad. It's, yeah. a, it's an all right record. You know? It's not that many. Thanks for playing that song. I'm just very emotional. Well done. All right, so Matt, what's on your mind today, bud? So just a quick thought, and I've heard a couple of people say this. Why can't they move the next Sunday's game? It's a great question, Matt. Uh, I'm sure there are. Back, well, I yeah, think it, I'm it with just you. starts to like, so it then, is. then it's you a move dom- the next it's one. It's a domino yeah, right. effect thing, but I agree with you, Matt. Like, if they were going to do this to the Eagles, they should have given the Eagles the option to move that game back a day. Like, give them an extra day. I, why not? I'm with you. Yeah, man. I don't completely disagree. I mean, I'm just can... saying that's probably why. Because then if you move I mean, that one, then you move the next one. Of course, one, yeah. and it's business, and it's television Well, no, I mean, you got, but, I mean they're used to playing on a short week after Monday night. That's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, if they just move the one game, assuming everybody, all the tests are good and everything's back to normal, I think playing Tuesday is fine as long as they can push it to money. There's Goodell's uh Well, I think what James know, just said, what James just said, I think actually is the answer, which is, TV, money, yeah. moving stuff. Like, all those are the real reasons they probably don't. And then that. again, we get back into the same situation we just talked about with the Tuesday night game for Eagles fans, yep. where Eagles fans are planning on going Sunday, and now it's like, oh, you got to go Monday at like 5 o'clock because they're not going to go up against Monday night football. So it, it well, does create other the play, logistical the issues. The player's health safety is supposed to be the most important I, thing. I if I the NFL was going to be true to that, then listen, give. I mean, who wants to play tired? I mean, that's going to lead to injuries, pulled muscles. I mean, that's not, you know, it's not really ideal, but since what's going on is what's going on, move it back to Monday and give the guys an extra day's rest. And, I mean, look, it's not perfect, but it's not a perfect situation either. So, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, I, well, I, Matt, I, yeah. and good call, man. I, I, I get it. I, I've been thinking about that stuff, too, and I understand why the logistical issues with it. But if you're going to put a team at a disadvantage like this, like – there are ways where you could make it more fair. Another one would be play this game on Monday instead of Tuesday in the first place. You know, yeah. and I know they've already got two games on Monday now and all that, but that that would have been more fair. Move Especially the with the players, no new positive tests today and a few players Seems testing like out. they really could have done that, huh? Yeah, so um, we're talking about random athletes, right? The Joe Webb type. Yes. Thing. So I had a few people tweet me one, and I'm not going to tell it to you yet, but I want you to try to guess it, and you will – you will be mad that this wasn't the first name off. It's tongue. an Eagles related one. No, it's just an Philly athlete where when you say the name, everybody knows the moment you're talking about. Well, like Joe, Joe Justin, Webb, like everybody. Justin Jefferson. I was I was only thinking on the field. Is Man, that the you, one? Justin Jefferson's good? Really got to you forever. Yeah, it's just forever. a real so psychological we're about an on the field moment. Not not. Yeah, exactly. Like Rondé Barber, you think of the interception. Joe Webb, you think of Tuesday night. I mean, Chris Carpenter is one that comes to mm, mind. I can't believe you're not getting this. Huh? I almost said it, but I wasn't sure if it qualified. Well, that's but in retrospect, now that a lot of people have tweeted to me, okay. it definitely qualifies. So I need to think about it. Okay. So me... one name, when you say it, everyone knows the moment you're talking about. And it's an on-the-field. On-the-field, on the correct, moment. yeah. Okay, I'm going to think about it, 215-592-9494. While we're thinking about it, I want to go to this caller because this caller has been from the same place for a very long time on this station, like Gus from Allentown, Gus from Allentown, Gus from Ooh, Allentown. this is interesting. And for some reason, 
It is now Gus from Bethlehem. Gus, are you in? Are you always Gus from Bethlehem? And they got it wrong. Did no, you no, move to Bethlehem? What's the deal, Gus? I, I moved uh, in October. Uh, so Listen, I'm generally of the philosophy that you you keep your moniker. If you're Gus from Allentown and you moved to I don't know Timbuktu, you're still Gus from Allentown. So okay, for me, are you all right if I just call you Gus from Allentown? That's no problem. Beautiful, Listen, Gus. What's on your mind? That, the mistake that the league is making and that the country is making as a whole is the reluctance to differentiate between vaccinated and non-vaccinated. How but, so? And, and this should be the test case. They, they, what the league should do is say, look, if you're fully vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, you play. And if you're not vaccinated, you get tested. Yeah, but look, they don't I, want I to think do that because I think there's some truth they, to that. What? I, no, I, I'm. I don't disagree with you completely. Now, like, I don't know all the science of, you know, how, like, if, if you're asymptomatic and you're positive, like, you can still be contagious. So, like, there, there's, there's that to consider. Even here's, if you're here's the thing that people are missing here: when you find out that somebody's been vaccinated and they test positive and they don't have any major symptoms, that should be cause for celebration. I and agree. Yeah, but it isn't. It's oh, I'm. I got it. I got it. The vaccination is not going to stop you from getting it. It's going to stop you from going to the hospital and being put on a ventilator. Exactly. That's yes. the point. Of course. Yeah, I think. That, I know, guys, but it's I not. Know, it's I, not I, well, that's I, not the way the country is I know, dealing with it. I think that it was messaged poorly from the beginning. I guess honestly, I, I'm with you on this. I think that. They did a bad job letting people know that well, just because it, you get it, the it, vaccine the doesn't mean you're is, not going to get COVID. Here's the other thing. They insist on the mask as much as the vaccination. That doesn't make any sense either. The thing you must insist on is vaccination. Well, that's and, the thing you Gus, insist on. Gus, and call, look, that's what the NFL tried to do, right? Like, that was what they did. That is the rule that di- that is the whole heart of our anger and our, you know, annoyance with this whole situation is the rule that the NFL made that was clearly a rule made to convince players to get vaccinated. That was the point of that rule. Well, and to, to Gus's point, the, the differentiation here between vaccinated and unvaccinated is Montez Sweat. Like, Montez Sweat is not vaccinated, right? He was, it appears, and through the only evidence we have, like patient zero. Like, he appears to be the first player. He was the first player that went on the COVID list among the Washington players. Now, did he start it? Nobody knows the answer to that. But we do know he was the first person that was placed on it. So in terms of, uh, you know, just the difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated, that's an important distinction here when you talk about why this outbreak appeared to happen. Let's go to Chester and talk to Dave. What up, pal? What's going on? And as far as monikers, I haven't lived in Chester for over a year. I but know. You You're just Dave and Chester. That's yeah. what it is. Thank you for understanding that, Dave. How you doing, pal? Gentlemen, listen, I, I mean, obviously the Eagles are getting screwed, but karma's a – can I say the B word, man? Listen, think about week 17 last week, last year, gentlemen. We threw a game against the Redskins, which ultimately screwed the Giants. Ah, look at this. Anybody Karma, see any huh? irony in the, in the fact I think the irony Redskins is a good – there is a little irony there. I, I get mean, it. This, is, this is like Twilight Zone type stuff and here. And the like, fact that the on? Giants are the next game after this. Exactly. If you're ever benefit. wondering if we're living in a simulation, this is one of those things that might push you that direction. No, yeah, is, man. It just, it just blows my mind, man. Anyway, man, um, I, I don't – I mean – I don't understand it all. <laughs> okay, so people were on COVID on Monday, but I mean, on, on the list on Monday, but they popping off the list today, like you said earlier, um, Elliot. Yeah. This, this game could have been played. It isn't like there's so many of them that they don't have enough positions. And isn't that what practice squad players are for? Well, that was I also mean, the entire point of 
making Expanding, the practice squad yeah, bigger, right? And right? making it you could bring guys up due to COVID. Like, they could have played this game on Sunday. They have enough bodies at this point. They have enough players. Like, would, would, would Washington have been at 100%? No, but it is what it is. The NFL wrote in the rules that they would not move games due to roster issues. And they, well, really can, the only thing you can look at here is they are moving it because of roster issues. Can I, can I say this to you? There's players in the NFL that were on practice squads that the only reason that they are names in, in households now is because – People were out, and they got the chance to come up. Sure. Let these kids come up. I mean, just, just one name. Cravion LeBlanc should have never been in the NFL, but he was for quite a while because he came up from our practice squad and looked half-ass decent. Yeah, I mean, Greg Ward, Boston Scott. I mean, exactly. Those players exactly. On yeah. Exactly. I mean, let's give these kids a chance, man. I, I, I don't understand why they couldn't play the game tomorrow. It screws everything up, but I just think it is kind of ironic. If you look at the yeah. three teams involved. Dave, great call, man. And you're right. It is ironic. And I think Dave clearly agrees that, that it was unfair. And I, I think, like, look, I think the forfeit thing gets people all kind of irked or whatever. People are like, you don't want to go out there and compete. This is football. I right. want to see the Eagles play. Cool. That's all fine. They shouldn't have moved the game then. Yes. Like, like, I'm not saying they had to forfeit. I'm saying they shouldn't have done something that clearly puts the Eagles at a disadvantage when the Eagles did nothing wrong and Washington did. Yeah, and also, I understand the whole, like, oh, you want to compete, blah, blah. Like, just take the win if I you would can take get the it. Win yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, not look, one I, of those people. I, yes, I understand. I would take a forfeit right now. You yeah. don't have to play. You don't have to get hurt. You get a week off. 100%. Boom. You're given a win. Yep. Give it to me. Yep. I will take it. I would, too. Easiest would too. path, I'm taking that Yep, one. me, too. Me, too. And you know what? I think the players, that you, they won't get paid. You know what? A, they'll be okay. B, they get a win. You know, so I'm so, a little different from you on the players' paycheck thing. Like I do think it'd be very unfair if the Eagles players well, I lost. Think, I, I think it is unfair. I think, right. I think I have no problem with Washington players losing it because they are the team that that you know the outbreak and the unvaccinated, all the stuff that were part of the rules. But I agree with you. I thought that was unfair that the other team would. Yeah, get that paid. makes no sense. It yeah. does. I agree with you. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Columbus and talk to Jim. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are you? Good, pal. So I am like absolutely livid about this whole planning the game thing to Tuesday for a multitude of reasons. One, I'm a believer of you make a rule, you follow the rule, and, and I'm not a big fan of the fact that they're just kind of pulling off of it. Um, on the idea that the, the players and the NFLPA wants their guys to get paid, I, I get the NFLPA wanting their guys to get paid, but I don't know if I read Darius Slay's Twitter, he's pretty angry about the whole thing too. Um, yeah. he, he's rather angry that it's moved to Tuesday and that they're not following the rules that they set forth. Um, and, and I know that there were a few other players I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I mean, make, make no mistake about it, Jim. Too. Make no mistake about it. The Eagles are mad about this. The players are mad. The team is mad. Like they feel like they feel they have been treated unfairly in this situation. And I think the other piece to me that's real upset about it, and this year it didn't affect me, but you brought up the Joe Webb game. I was I had tickets to the original Sunday game wow. against the Vikings and was flo- and flew home from Alaska at that point in time to go to wow. the game. My flight left on Monday and I didn't oh. make it to the Tuesday game. Oh, and Jim, so, great, great call, man. I I hear your passion and and you know Elliot and I agree with you. We're on your side, brother. You know, yeah, that great yeah, that call. definitely sucks. It yeah. also kind of is crazy to think he's from Alaska where there's a ton of snow. He came to Philly yeah. and the game was moved because of a ton of snow. That's a good point. Uh, so snow, coming up I next, right? I have a guess for who the player is. Did you cheat? 
No, I didn't. Okay. You can I see even see. I up. actually no. What I did was I texted it to the text thread with you, me, and Jack. So you'll know who I'm going to guess. Okay. Before the audience as we get back, but I wanted it on the record because Jack had a guess, but Jack wasn't really listening. It turns out to us because he said Matt Stairs and we said an opposing player. Yeah. So it's like maybe listen to the show, Jack. Yeah. Agree, like, you know. Yeah. So I have a guess. You saw it is on the record. I will make my guess when I come back. A player you know immediately when you hear it. Uh, and of course, get on lines now, 215-592-9494. We are on for another hour and 20 minutes. A long show for us today, an extra hour. So we will keep taking your calls at 215-592-9494. It's Elliot and James. Let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the game that much more exciting in football. You can bet passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns, hoops. You can bet rebounds, points, assists in hockey, goal scores, and so much more. Plus, with the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. There is football wall to wall for the next four days, and it's just way more fun to watch these games that we're going to watch anyway when you got a little action on them. And the Park Sportsbook app is the best way to do it. The app's fun to use, it's easy, it's intuitive, it's safe and secure. And here's the deal if you sign up now, you make your first bet risk free on your favorite player or a player you're watching or Bet on any game. Download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Just go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your, risk, your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Moshe Kravitz, bringing it ones and twos. Love it. Mixing it up a little bit in here. Doing a good job. I love it. 215-592-9494. Normally, it's our last segment. Not today. Not today! Junior. Satan. That's what I was thinking. Isn't that an expression from a movie? Not today, Junior. Am I wrong about uh, that? I think it is. But mine, Not Today, Satan, is from Game of Thrones. You know, Not Today, Satan. You know what what part of Game of Thrones is that? That's the uh, Arya does the, isn't that Arya, whatever? I know it's not part of that. Okay. Not to, what do we say to the god of death, That's not it. today? Not, not yeah. today. That's what it is. Not today, Satan. I was close. So, Thank you. Quick tangent. The god of death, Satan. I had similar vibes going there. Speaking of good TV shows, yes, the Kevin Hart show on Netflix is unbelievable. It's called True Story. I'm shouting out Kevin not Hart. Not a big Kevin Hart guy. Honestly, so. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart guy either. Let me tell you, this is one of the best TV shows I've watched. Wow, in it is unbelievably good. Wow, not really? a comedy. Yeah. Wow, he does. I don't. I don't know how involved he was with like writing it, but you can tell he's like very involved in every aspect of it. Great job acting. Like the story is great. Good turns. Like unbelievable. Wow. I watched a Korean horror movie last night. You told night. me. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Train to Busan, if anyone's interested. It's a good I watched movie. Jingle All the Way. They're making an English, uh, English version of it because it was such a big hit. Mm. Um, Jingle All the Way. Yes. I have not seen that since it came out, but it does bring up Christmas movies, which is interesting. We've only got an hour left. We're not on a- again before Christmas. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Easy. Well, I shouldn't say it's easy. For me, it's definitely either Christmas Vacation or Love Actually. Okay. Die Hard is the best Christmas I can't even movie, get into this debate with you again. Yeah, we're not going to do it again. But, hey, you know what? If people want to call up at the end of their call, or if you just want to call up with a Christmas movie, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Let's yeah. get in the mood a little bit. I will put Home Alone high on my list. I know you don't even think of that as a Christmas movie either. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You do? Of course okay, I think I'm of Home Alone as a Christmas sure. movie. Some people yeah. don't. Some people are really weird about stuff. Well, they're wrong about that. You don't think Die Hard is? Well, Die Hard's not, not a Christmas movie. It's pretty weird in and of itself. 215-592-9494. So if you want to chime in on that, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Get in the mood. 
a little bit is, uh, again, this is our last show until the new year. Were you going to take your guess? Oh, yes. Joe Carter is my guess. So the guess was athletes, when you say yes. their name, you think of a moment, Joe Carter. It had to be. It was, As yeah. soon as I stopped and actually thought about it for a second, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Joe yeah, Carter. Yeah, it's Joe Carter and yes. Joe. But I still think uh, he's probably second, I would say, still. I don't know. You might be actually your age. I mean, yeah, I, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I think for a lot of people, Joe Carter is probably number one. But Rondé's up there. I think Rondé's. But uh, Joe Webb is definitely the most random one. Yes. Like, Joe Webb, in fact, you could say Joe Webb is only known for that one thing. Like, does anyone know Joe Webb for any other reason? I don't think no, so. Yeah. So, you know, that's an interesting one. 215-592-9494. So feel free to chime in on all that as well. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Mulligill and talk to John. Hey, John. Gentlemen, great show as always. Happy holidays to you all. And I'll get this off my chest first before I get to my rant. Um my name, I would say Joe Jarvicious because he's still running. Sure. Oh, that's and a really good one. I thought, of, I thought of it with him and Rondé. I figured I'd yeah. go Rondé, but they, he's more random, which is good, too. And I'll say my favorite Christmas uh, movie is probably A Christmas Story. Uh, I, I think that's that. a great one. I love well. A Christmas yeah. Story. I'm in on A Christmas Story. I love how it plays 24 hours you know, on, on Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. So here's my thing. So I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder since 1992, wow. um, and I was at that Tuesday night debacle with the Minnesota Vikings and Joe Webb. Yep. Um, I think it's uh, uh, really, you're right, um, the fans are getting hosed here, and the Eagles, of course, as well. And, and I get the whole idea where you don't want to play sick players and you want to be a man and do all that stuff. No. In, Philadelphia, in, in the NFL, don't you want the advantage? You want the advantage every single time you Absolutely. can. Absolutely. And so if if Again, I would have taken a make... free win. I would have forfeited right. in a second. Right. If the NFL is going to make a rule, they got to stick to the rule. And I would right now take a forfeit. I would take a reimbursement on my on my game ticket, and I would take Jalen Hurts resting for the Giants. Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. And you know, it's just I, Tuesday night. Am I going to go to the game? I don't know. My son's got a, a Christmas concert, and if I don't go to that, I'm a bad dad. Yeah, so, John. You know and John, what? that's a great example of the Terrible. kind of stuff that people. And I'm sure there's actually a lot of that going on. I'm sure it's too. Christmas, Christmas week. week. Of yeah. course it is. I get eight games a year. Eight games a year. Come on, John. Yeah. Outstanding call. Call more often. And and again, that's John. He gets eight games a year. Like we talked about before. Think about the person who gets one game a year, or one game in five years, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like this is my Eagles game that I get to go to. That I plan for that I have all these, you know, and then it's like, sorry. Yeah. Guess you got to go on Tuesday night, even if your kid's got a recital or you've got dinner plans or you've got to work. Sorry. And again, Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Uh, like, it's already a depressing day. You know, it's it's not Monday. It's not Wednesday. Like, it's Tuesday. It's Mondays kind of suck, too. But. Well, but at least it's a new week. There's, like, some excitement with that. Is there? Is that a thing well, that people feel? Because I don't think I've ever felt with that. With you as my coworker, James, oh, every Monday. Oh, look at this. What? But I'm just saying, in general, on Monday, at least, you're like, oh, it's a new week, whatever. Tuesday, you're like, oh, my God, it's not even yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, Nobody's ever been like, oh, man, I, I'm not looking forward to going into work on Tuesday. Well, you know, it's the, the weekend the worst is day over. of the week. The famous, Monday. the famous Garfield phrase, I hate Tuesdays, right? That's the oh, phrase. Oh, yes, Garfield exactly. got it right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Garfield, the phrase is, I hate Mondays. You're kidding? No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. You know what I don't hate? In fact, I love it. When I look down on my screen mm. and I see the name Black Gritty on there. What up, Black Gritty? Man, I, I woke up at five thirty this morning and took my daughter to a wrestling tournament. Sat around the whole day for her to get one match. She went out there and beat their girl in a hey. minute. Yeah. So there we I go. Get, 
I get in my car and I hear one of the grumpiest guys on earth, Elliot Flip Flop. Oh, I don't like on, Santa Claus Parks on the radio, and I'm like, I got to call my boys. My How God. you guys doing? It's so funny because doing? I love Christmas so much, and I get oh. the whole Grinch thing. It is like, his oh, favorite. Yeah, we, yeah. Like he's like loves it too oh. much, actually. If we're gonna be it, real it, about it, it. And, and that's why I like putting in there. I know you like to the poke street. it at I, me. I, yeah. I love letting people know it's big <laughs> Christmas. You know what I mean? That's you the awesome. worst. You know, you unplug Rudolph and everything. Boy, I, I know mean. how you be out here, Joe. <laughs> so, let me tell you something about the NFL. They suck, okay? <laughs> you made Denver go out there and play that game with replacement players, dudes from out of trash kids. Oscar the Grouch was out there playing quarterback, and you made them play the game. But then you tell me it's all about player safety, and you push players that have less day of rest, less day of recovery, and – you're giving the other team a somewhat of hopeful advantage. Why would you do that? You told me what we were going to forfeit. And if we ain't going to forfeit, then why did Denver play that game with a dude off the practice squad? It's a great, it's a great well, question. Especially when you figure, question. think of how different it is than a year ago in some ways, right? Like how much more we know now. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. no vaccine last year, right? The yeah. timeline kind of all blurs together yeah. at this point. Yeah. No, you're right. And, yeah, no vaccine and, last year. So and, those differences are major. And I, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole science of the thing. But how in the world do we do it? When I, if I get it, I'm down for 10 days minimum quarantine. If a football player gets it, it's 32 hours and a half with three sicknesses <laughs> minus four right. uh, divided by eight. I'm like, what, are we, what, are, what is this <laughs> omnicronic math that they got that they trying to push it back two days? I'm like, it's fraudulent. It makes me mad because it ain't nothing about no safety. Right. And I have my money in on the Eagles game at uh, three and a half. Early, because I put in a bet Sunday night all the time just in case I catch a wave. And then they went and pushed it back. I was about to get semi-rich. I mean, (laughs) it it was only like $300, but I'd have made it, okay? That would have been my money in my pocket. So I'm upset. I don't like none of it. But I love you. Uh, Baby mama, you the greatest of the land. Hug the wife, kiss the baby. Elliot, stop throwing snowballs and stand close. (laughs) That's why they keep ripping Philly, brother, because you won't let it go. I love you guys. Love the show. And as always. Oh, you're the best. Go Birds. Love you, Oh, It's just, just an amazing call every time. the best, man. Yeah. He's just the best. I love that guy. Well, the other thing, too, is it's pretty coincidental that the NFL needs more players to test out, and now they have new rules that makes it easier oh, to yeah. test out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw yeah. one where you can test in the same day twice now, and if both are negative, you can go back. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? Sure, whatever yeah. works, right? Two, um, why have rules? Why even make rules? Just say, hey, we're going to figure it out as we go. Right. Because that's what we're going to do. We're actually going to do that. So, like, no reason to have rules. Two, and one, there's five. no harm in figuring it out as you go, but then don't put the rule there. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on this? We have another, a bonus hour mm. of Go Birds Radio coming up. Jack Fritz after that, I'm sure we will. Maybe do a little crossover action. Hopefully, a little Jack Fritz at the end of the show. We'll see. If Jack wants to, he's invited. If Jack's man enough. You know. Well said. Even yeah. better said. 215-592-9494. Tell you to James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Yo, Go Birds Radio presented by Carter Casino and Sportsman. Gets us going for the final hour. Us. Yeah, us. You. Me and you. you I mean, you I should also say us, the listening audience. Yes. I'm sure everyone's out there like, yes, Spice yeah. Girls. That's what I was hoping A lot of for. people turn their audio up when that I happened. mean, we really should just point out the fact that you knew the Spice Girls but didn't know Wu-Tang Clan. I but... know who Wu-Tang Clan is, uh, obviously. It doesn't seem like it. I obviously know who they are. <laughs> but I enjoy that song. Okay.
Who doesn't? It's Me right here. Hand I up. think you do. Deep hand down. up. I hand think you guys up. enjoy it deep down. Spice Girls. 215-592-9494. The Eagles are getting screwed. <laughs> no better way to put it. There's no better way to put it. Um, look, we've kind of gone inside and out of this. Um, but uh, like, I, I just think sometimes there are days where you need to vent. Sometimes there yeah. are days where you need to say, this is unfair and I'm not happy about it. And I think the Eagles, how, one thing we haven't gotten to, we'll get back to the phones in a sec. What do you think about the way that the Eagles have handled this? Both from obviously the, it getting postponed to Tuesday. What role did Jeffrey Lurie have in fighting for yeah. that not to happen? And then the statement that was put out where it was basically just like, we are moving our game. And like, obviously they're like, read into how business like this is instead of coming out like Mark Davis and said, yeah, we're getting screwed here. Like this is, yeah. This is so BS. I, I, I where can... do you think about the way that Jeffrey Lurie and the Eagles have handled this specific situation? So we'll talk about the statement in a second, but in terms of how Jeffrey Lurie was behind the scenes, like I'm sure that they fought to get a more advantageous situation for them. I'm positive. Of that. So he's got no pull. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't think it's about not having any pool. Like, you know, Daniel we, Snyder's more powerful than Jeffrey Lurie because well, Daniel Snyder had the team true. that had 21 players that were like you know he it was easier to convince them to move it in my opinion than to convince them to to keep it. But I don't I don't think any owner could have prevented this game from being played on Tuesday. I don't like I think this is what the NFL was going to do. I honestly believe in the core of my soul if Jerry Jones. I know you do. I do. I yeah. think that Jerry Jones would not have let this happen. I really do. I think I, I he's just, got the clout. I don't to, think to, so. I, I just yeah. look at you look at. I mean they've moved they moved games last year right like they've shown they're willing to move games this is the most extreme breakout right right now I think maybe the Browns are 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 right up there but Mm -hmm. regardless like this is probably one of the worst breakouts we've seen on a team just even last year I can't think I know the Titans had one instance where they they were pretty uh they had a lot of players in COVID protocol but outside that the Washington's dealing with one of the biggest outbreaks now that being said the Eagles are still getting screwed but I don't think any owner could have prevented this from moving to Tuesday now with the statement yep I would say this. I understand why the Eagles did not want to get into a public battle with the league, right? It doesn't benefit them to do it. But I do think fans wanted to see that they were upset. And they I don't think they went all the way in doing that. Yeah, I think they needed – look, again, Mark Davis had no problem coming out and saying this is unfair. Like, where to go back to The statement was kind of the equivalent of, like, if you know your significant other is mad at you, she just puts back, like, okay. Yeah, or something. that's like, a perfect that's example. That's exactly what yeah. like, you see it, and you're like, okay, well. So you're mad. You're just, you're, you're mad. You're it's just passive-aggressive. It's yes. passive-aggressive. Exactly. When, in reality, we wanted them to be aggressive. Yeah. Flat out, you know? 2155. Yes. That's how we feel. 215-592-9494. And, of course, if you want to chime in on this random athlete thing, this is a fun one. Uh, a random athlete uh, where, in honor of Joe Webb, where all you got to do is say that person's name and every yes. Philadelphia fan knows exactly what you're talking about. Jack Fritz had a good one in the text thread. We'll see if anyone can get that one. Um, name a player, a random athlete. That's a fun one. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Texas and talk to our pal CJ. What up, Siege? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. How we doing today? What's going on, irritated. CJ? How you doing? I'm all right. Now, Elliot, you just couldn't leave well enough alone. Last <laughs> call, I was like, hey, we're going to end the year on a good note. He just had to kind of. Well, what, what did I Howie. say? The Howie thing, you know, it's a sore spot. It just. Well, no, I don't look, look, we, look, CJ. Look, we talk a lot. I think your Amanda is willing to change his opinion. You, you, you base your opinion off what you see. Like, how do you not think the last year has not been impressive by Howie? Like, I understand Howie is digging himself out of a hole, but I think the last year has been good. Okay, let me ask you this one question. This answers all of it for you. Do you yeah. trust Howie with draft picks? Yes, I do. Wow, really? Yeah, that's a lot. 
Inter- that is a lot. <laughs> wait, hold on. No let, let's go through it. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's go through uh, it. Let's go through it. I, I, Who, what well, about a receiver? Me, what, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, he's done a bad job at drafting a receiver. He's done a bad job at drafting a receiver. He's been bad job at it. That's the point. That's the point. Well, but the, no, you're but, but you're, you're focusing your on job, one position. You're focusing on one position. Has he done a good job? Hold on. Let's look at offensive line. Let's look at offensive line. What about corners? Wait, hold on. Offensive line, he's done a good job at. Defensive line, I think he's done a good job. So we have a great offensive line coach. Thank you. Yes. But you can't – all right, so so then does the the receiver coach deserve blame for the receivers not playing well? I mean, you brought in a head coach. Okay, regardless. So, so, so yeah, you're saying, so you're saying so you can you can again, give coach who, credit, but when the players are bad, Howie, it's right? only on Howie. No, it goes both I'm just saying that's his key job is to bring in players. I'm not disputing with you that the, maybe the coaching for the receivers isn't great, but what I'm saying is you can't say the offensive Corners. line's only good because of the coaching, and then say the, the coaches have nothing to do with the outcome Corners. of the receivers. We have to go Corners. through it. I think Avante Maddox has has proven to be a pretty good corner. I'm trying to think who he's missed on a corner. Pretty good. Who was Avante Maddox on? is one of the best nickel corners. Avante Maddox is a good player. I can player. think of two. I can think of two first and a second round draft picks. That was like uh, three. You got two receivers that were trash. One was first round. One was second round. And you got a corner that you took second round that didn't pan out. Yeah, Dallas Goddard in the second hey. round was a good pick. My lot in the seventh round. Like I, again, I'm not saying how he's an amazing drafter, but he's also good saying, at flipping, those are a, flipping high assets. Picks to be missing on. Those are high picks to be missing on. What about Devontae Smith? Saying, what about Devontae Smith? Yeah, what about he, him? He's a decent corner. But y'all spent the whole last week talking about we should have took the guy from Dallas. Well, well I think is. every team in the league besides maybe the Patriots. So that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If you don't trust him making his decisions, he's not a good guy. But I do trust but him. I'm not he does. Like, not I'm with you, CJ. We're not going to tell you. That's fine. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, but guys that you can names that you can say that instantly let you know about the player, Reggie Bush, because we know what that hit was like. Oh yeah, oh, good a one. Different perspective. Is that more? That. I guess yeah, that's a better one. Sheldon Brown. I know we're doing a well. That would be a posing. Right. Yeah, but that's a good one. Though. But I mean, we say yeah, Reggie like Bush. Algie Crumpler. If we say Algie Crumpler, you're thinking about that. Well, the fact that we both thought of it right off Nobody. I'm not going to get nobody success. I want to bring the pain. That's a good one. That's a good one, CJ. I like that. Great calls. You got anything else? But I love you guys. I hope y'all have a great year. You too. Elliot, love you. We're going to have a great year. And we're going to get us a new GM. And then we're going to even have a better team. Ah, well said. CJ, we love you too, brother, man. Thanks for all the calls. And uh, Yeah, I don't think they're getting a new GM. Uh, look, I don't either, but doesn't mean we can't dream, buddy. 215-592-9494 from one of the, the callers we love to another one who we love mean it. What up, Justin? Mm. How you doing, buddy? Justin in Tennessee. What, what's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's up, Justin? Good to hear from you. Hey, man, I, I couldn't miss this opportunity. I really ain't got nothing on the game besides what you all have said. Mm-hmm. I've took my mom out Christmas shopping today, so you'll have to pardon me if there's a lot of racket going on. But I couldn't miss right. calling in today because I know y'all won't be on next Saturday. And uh, mainly, I just want to tell you boys, have a Merry Christmas. I love y'all. I love everybody out there. But, you know, sends me messages on Twitter and that has my number and texts me on the regular. Y'all mean the world to me, man. Oh, That's man. all I want to do today. Oh, oh yeah. We... Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I love each and every one of you. What a guy. Justin, we love you, too. And I, and I would argue that as we're approaching the end of 2021, uh, one of the best things that happened in 2021 was the rest of Philadelphia got to know yes, Justin from absolutely. Tennessee the way we do. Like, Justin from Tennessee, the breakout star of 2021 in Philadelphia. We're happy we were able to show everyone how awesome you are, Justin. It's a, it's a pleasure. Well, 
Well, hopefully, hopefully one day, one day I'll be able to get make my way up there, and we'll I'll be able to hang out, sit down, and have a cheesesteak or something. But uh, like I said, the only reason I I wanted to get in today, because like I said, I'm out with my mom today, take her out for today. Nice. I just want to tell you boys, I love you, and I really do mean it. Y'all, some people may think it's a it's a put on, but when I say I love you, I don't throw that word out, you know, nonchalantly. Y'all mean the world to me, boys, but I'll get off, and uh, y'all have a good show. Uh, See you next year, boys. Yep, we love you too, Justin. You're the best, man. Man, I still got Christmas shopping to do. You know what's beautiful? You don't do gifts. We don't do gifts. Right. So my wife and I, Emily and I, do not get gifts for each other. My 40th birthday just happened. Guess what she got me? Nothing. Christmas, guess what we're getting each other? Nothing. We'll go out to dinner or something. Right. Awesome. Yeah, whatever. But like, and we will like get each other gifts every once in a while, just randomly. If we see, if she sees something I like right. or whatever, she'll get it for me. But there's no expectations. There's no like, oh, we have to worry about this. It is the most freeing thing that I can, anyone out there, I know people like gifts and all that, but like, if you are, or uh, you think you're a couple or whatever, be willing to try it. Let me tell you, but isn't you won't be disappointed. But is that getting the no, gifts? No, not really? at all. Honestly, no. Zero. Zip. I'm not a huge things guy. Okay, see, I like, I like getting gifts. I don't need, like, you know, I don't, you know, need stuff that much. I'm much more of an experienced person stuff. than I am a stuff thing. Like, I'd yeah. much rather go to dinner than get a present. I'd much rather go to a concert than get a present right. for that money, so to speak. So, I, it's not, I'm not a big things guy to begin with, but for me, the stress of worrying about getting presents it is worth getting rid of more than the joy of getting presents. Interesting. So I do kind of think that people should stop opening gifts in front of each other. Ooh, I, I like think this. it would be nice if you just got the gifts and then you were able to go open them in the privacy of your home. You know, so no, not no have no to pressure. Do... Yeah, no, like yeah. you know, because obviously I like the gifts I get, right? But you know, it is a little awkward. You have to you have to act super excited. And you know, maybe you're just not the type that acts super excited. That's but, true. No, I have to finish some some shopping. I was gonna do it on Tuesday night. Won't be doing that Whoops. anymore. Going to have to maybe do it tomorrow, which I'm sure is going to be crazy out there. <laughs> Let's go to Wilmington and talk to Sean. What up, brother? Hey, how you doing, Celts? Good to hear your voice, man. What's on your mind today, Sean? Well, first of all, everybody, a very happy, healthy, and safe Christmas. Thank you, sir. You, you too, too, my friend. And if, if if you listen to this station and you don't love Justin from Tennessee, you got issues. I'm so man. with you, Sean. He's an <laughs> awesome, awesome guy. He's a great on the radio, a great talker, but also a wonderful person. Well, look, I got a couple things to say, so don't cut me off. I want to give you. Lay, lay it first on us, all, brother. I got to tell you first. Oh, I am so jacked. I have two godsons. One's four and one's two. And we took them out to see Christmas lights the other night. Uh, and their dad is a Cowboys fan. Ooh. Every yard or porch that had an Eagles banner, they started yelling, go birds. That's <laughs> awesome. Well I'm going to bring a tear to James. Yeah, Iron, this is but... serious. This is like the content I live for. Yes. Well done. Yo, I was, yo, I was living it. Uh, that is so, so anyway, awesome. all right, this guy here, he, it wasn't against the Eagles, the game, but it was our most hated rival. That's your hint. Okay, so it wasn't against, wait, say it again. It's the most it was a football hated game, rival, so it's but, a Cowboys player. But it wasn't but not against, the, against Eagles. the Eagles, right? So, but when you hear his name, everybody remembers this play. Oh, was it the guy that scored the touch? The defensive lineman that scored the touchdown, Leon Lett. 
Yeah, Don Beebe, baby. <laughs> Look at that. that. An old reference. I Don Beebe. He yeah. almost scored the touchdown. It well, popped out. Yes. Well, Miami and had he also the, has the Well, he also has the Thanksgiving one. He's got two. You're the, talking about the Thanksgiving one where he touched the ball. Miami ended up winning the game. But then he also had the high stepping in the end zone. And Don Beebe caused the, the fumble in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes, that was Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Don Beebe. Beebe. ran him down. Yeah, knocked yeah. the ball out of his hand. Yep. Yeah, so yep. you got two you of got that one. That's a good one, Sean. All right, so before I give you my movie, here's my – look, I'm 59 years old, and I I have my own construction business, as you know, self, because sometimes I got to run down the ladder and answer the oh, phone. I know, phone. Brother, I know. <laughs> so anyway, I'm thinking about taking a week off. This is the first time in my life in the next 10 days I can watch eight days of live pro football. So if you're a real fan – Forget all the other back doors, all the other stuff about this and that and the other. That's eight days, eight and out of ten of live pro football. No, it's true. You gotta love it, and it's Christmas time. I mean, it's like a Christmas gift. Yeah, again, if it weren't my team getting screwed, I'm sure I would appreciate I know, it. More. I know it is that. nice having a Sunday to watch football. It, look, like, yeah, oh yeah, having the Sunday off, like us, we have to record yeah. a pod. We, don't we can it. watch all the games. Yeah, it is that. nice. It is. Look, there's there's pluses and minuses on a basic level. I'm not upset that I have to watch a football game on Tuesday night. I'm right. upset that it puts the Eagles at a disadvantage. That's it. Okay, I'm gonna give you my Christmas movie, and Lay I'm ready on to us, drop Sean. the mic. Trading places. Oh, what a great answer, Sean! I love that answer. I'm trying to think if I've seen that. It's Eddie Murphy with oh, Dan yes. Aykroyd. Yes, yes, yes. Phenomenal movie. Don't well, think I've seen it from beginning then. Yeah. It ta- yeah. It, you would probably quibble with it being a Christmas movie because it does. It has Christmas stuff, but it's not like about Christmas. Well, the fact that I didn't specific. think of it right away as a Christmas movie yeah. tells me well, it's probably it not. Is... But I'm not going to say it's definitely not. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. There's nothing I hate more than debating what is or is not a Christmas movie with Elliot Char Park. You just know it when you see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But your definition of what a Christmas movie is is the only one that's acceptable. Well, Bruce, what Willis, other people decide is know, a Christmas movie James, doesn't. You know it when Elliot sees it. Ex- right. Apparently, yes, yes. Bruce Willis himself said it's not a. Christmas The guy movie. who wrote the yes, movie said fine. it was one. Yes. Who do you trust more, the guy whose story it is or the actor in it? You're, you, you oh. even think, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. You don't have to say my actor take You're that. not an actor guy. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. So you're much more a respecter of the writer than the actor. So you yes, but this say is an opinion. The, the gall for you to bring that to me. 215-592-9494. Let's go to West Deford and talk to Chase. Hey, buddy. Yo, guys, what's going on? What up, Chase? Chase? So I got a few things for you. First of all, the random player that I thought of was like Ben DiNucci for some reason. I don't know why. That's a good one. I mean, yeah, you think like, of that, how bad he was. I mean, the, the game Stadium. is not super important. And they, <laughs> Most and, random yeah. guy ever. Well, I actually yeah, thought but, about him this week because of Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert was the other yeah. quarterback on that team. And when DiNucci was that horrible, the next week Gilbert played, which is pretty fun. Yeah. And so the first thing about the postponement, man, to me, it just shows a lot about Roger Goodell and a lot of the like, the – hypocritical ways he has like last year when Kendall Hinton had to come off like the grocery store list and come play against the Saints and then they got blown out 34-3 it's just like why can't we have policies and set and then just stay to it like why do we why do the teams that that stay responsible have to suffer for it it's just so unfair yeah it is yeah there's no again I think the key part of this is that the first player on their list was unvaccinated like I said if I, I will I thought to myself if the Eagles in this situation how would I feel but if the Eagles were in this situation with vaccinated players, then I think you can sit there and go, look, like the the rates are going up everywhere. Like, you know, you can you can only fight it so hard. Like a lot of this is luck. Right. But the fact that the first player was unvaccinated, I think, is extremely noteworthy. 
that's literally like what it said. Like if an unvaccinated player or unvaccinated, like, you know, parts of the team caused it, then they have to forfeit. And now it's like, okay, well, no, we just want to have more time on air with Fox and have all these games so we can make more money. It's just yeah. like, really? It's so, it's so hypocritical. Um, also, the one big thing, if the rumors are true that I've heard about, like, Jason Kelsey possibly playing his last season in Philadelphia, I just want to say I don't think we'll ever find another player that has the Philadelphia pride and the heart and the skill of Jason Kelsey. He is an unbelievable player, yeah. and, like, he will definitely be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. He should be the day after he retires. No yeah, one will ever wear 62. And, and Chase, yeah. great call, man, as usual. But, yeah, I, I like, I think he's on his way to, if he, you know, he probably needs another year or two at this level, but I think he's potentially a pro football Hall oh. of Famer by the end of his I think career. he's already in the discussion. Now, offensive discussion. linemen are really hard. It's tough. To, That's why yeah. I think if he has, like, two more all-pro years on his record, because this year he should be an all-pro. The way yes, he's played, agreed. and I think with the Eagles' offensive line being what it is on a national level, I think he will be an all-pro this year, or at so, least very likely to. I think we would agree that, like, the best player in Eagles history is probably Reggie White, right? Like, just player I skill. I don't think there's any it, yes, exactly. disagreement. But Reggie, I, I mean, he might be the best defensive. Him and Lawrence Taylor are the two best defensive players in the history yep. of the sport. Absolutely. But I think when you talk about like the most popular eagle of all time, it's Brian Dawkins. I would agree right? with that. Yes. Do you think Jason Kelsey can pass Dawkins? Wow. And they're all time great players, so it's what not a like a fa- competition. No, it's a fascinating but- question, though. I don't. I my gut instinct is no. But you know, with time, you know, Kelsey obviously has the most iconic moment of the the only Super Bowl parade right. we've had. That whole thing, also just a great guy. Everyone likes him. He's always so fair and just and all that stuff. Goes out, plays hurt all. Like, I don't know if anyone will pass Doc because Doc in is like it was much more effusive and He's much kind more- of like Michael Jordan esque in the way that you're chasing a chat. Like you're chasing a ghost. In a yeah, because like- and also because Doc's attitude and the way he went about his business, and all that was just so perfect for this city. Yep. And so like we built him in a lab to go out and be our but guy. Kelsey's like that too. He though. is in a different way, and it is it's a really fascinating so I think one. In the same I way, certainly kind of. think he's on the 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 short short list, so to speak. Which right. Is, you know, he's right there. Yeah, like as one of the all-time most favorite Eagles, and he should be. Well, if you were saying who's the best Eagle of all time and encompassed like everything, playing I think, this, I think that, Kelsey yeah. is on the very short list. Yeah, like, it's I, I think he's Dawkins, like top top opinion. three, top four. Yeah, but, yeah, which is crazy to think about. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Delaware and talk to Jake. Yo, Jake, what up, pal? Yo, James, Elliot, how we doing, gentlemen? How's it going, man? Oh, it's going wonderful, man. Beautiful day. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I looked out. It's like, geez, it is not pretty out there no. today. No, and look, what I'm going to say, I'm sure, you know, I have, I just was able to tune in. Super stoked that you guys were going this extra hour so I could get in. Nice. I'm sure a lot of callers have already complained about the same exact things that I'm saying, but I just got to get it off my chest. Yeah, that's what, like, that's what today's about. It's a vent day. Get it off your chest, brother. Like, starting off, I mean, you see these, these bozo Washington fans on Twitter and everything talking about how, oh, the Eagles are crying, you know, that, that they moved it and all. Like, what, what were you doing before they moved it? Like they were crying, like, "Oh, we can't! You get, you can't play. We we don't have. We have twenty five, twenty six players. Like, you were crying up until they moved the game, and and we get screwed, and so we're you know justifiably upset about it. And you're going to start calling us out for crying? Like, get out of here, man! I agree. Look, it's like a- the, again, both things can be true. You can agree the game in some ways should have been moved, but there is no debate. The Eagles got the raw end of the deal here. Oh, no, hands down. And then you're looking at, what, five players came off of their list earlier today and possibly more later today and yep. could have been, you know, could be more tomorrow. So 
so what? You know, they get nine, ten players back by tomorrow, and then they're looking at, yeah. you know, ten, fifteen, and game could have been played. Well, and that's game easily could have been played. Well, what you just said, I think, is an important point that we probably haven't brought up enough. The Eagles are now facing a tougher team. Like, forget like the rest oh, and all yeah. that, and that's part of it. But just a straight up team. The Eagles are playing a better team on Tuesday than they would have on Sunday. Oh, hands down. And I'm I'm very glad I didn't have to follow up Justin because listening to him, I was like, man, all my anger just just walked away. <laughs> He's got it just in <laughs> and the I was voice. like, come on, man. Yeah. I just wanted to scream, and now I'm just like, I love you guys, yeah, you know? <laughs> Jake, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. And it was a blast, a blast being on the pod this week. Thanks for having me on the talking to him. Oh, of I course, really man. Of course. It. Merry Christmas to both of you. I hope that T-shirt gets to you well. Awesome, uh, thank you so much for the time. Really yeah, appreciate it. Elliot, pleasure. you got to come on, brother. Up anytime. All right. Awesome, Jake. Thanks for the call. 215-592-9494. Coming up next, uh, Jack Fritz, the last segment, we think, if he has the, uh, you know. He's man enough. Man enough. Right. Brave enough. Step into the studio. But also coming up next, I see on the screen, maybe the top, one of the top two or three callers to the afternoon show. An afternoon show legend is on the line waiting to talk to us next. He'll be coming up as well as your calls at 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks. James Seltzer with you for another 30 minutes. Jack Fritz. Four hours of Fritz. Mm. Can't wait It's like the five at five, but just for four hours. And But but with the top five at five, because five will be one of those four hours. a good hours. point. So will he that? do a top He's five He's doing it. Oh, he is. Do, yeah, top five at now five. Now that I'm doing it. Oh, you're doing oh. it. Oh. Well, I just got way less excited. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Moshe, that'll be fun. That'll be cool to hear Moshe's top five. Of, any tease? You want to tease it now, or are you, you going to uh, keep it under wraps? I want it to be a surprise. Okay. I like that. Which means he hasn't done it. 215 <laughs> <laughs> Eagles getting screwed by the NFL. Where do you stand on it? It is event day, and I look on my screen. I mentioned it before the break. Uh, you know, we talk about Justin in Tennessee. That's our caller, right? Justin in Tennessee right. originated on Go Birds. He is a Go Birds caller. Without question. Called other shows and now becomes super famous, so, you know, in the right. WIP standards. Which we're proud of. And we love him. He's the best. He deserves it. All good things. But definitively, when I look down at my screen and I see her from the Northeast, that is an afternoon show legend. And we can only be honored to have him on our show here. Herb, what up, pal? What's happening, boy? Love you this, ready? Man. Ready, Get ready man. for Tuesday night because we're gonna slam it. You feel good? I think so. Yeah, I you know it gives me a couple more days to rest the quarterback and get these guys healthy. The, the issue is when this I was working down at Wells Fargo yesterday morning, and about ten thirty, I guess it was, I saw four or five Eagle buses, Academy buses. They were in the Eagles parking lot, wondering what they were doing. And um, they were practicing at the link. About two o'clock, the buses came back and dropped all the players off. And then I started seeing a lot of the players getting in their cars and leaving. Yeah. But um, when all that news came out about changing that, the way I interpret it is if the, I believe like this, if the Eagles win Tuesday, okay. Then they should play the next game against the Giants on Monday night. That's what I said, Herb. Then, I'm very with you, buddy. The whole schedule, four weeks in a row. It should be you should if you win, you get Monday night. Then the next week, you go down to Washington, you play them on Monday night. 
So are okay. you tying this to win and a loss? Like they have to win to keep playing on Monday? I think that I think that Sounds I think like that Jeffrey Story and the management should should actually you know try to make some kind of agreement and you know or at least speak up for your team. This way, people will the people that have tickets for the next four weeks can prepare because the next three games are at home. Herb, so, I, I love your idea, man. What a but, great call. Uh, you know, it's hey, Elliot. Hey, what's up? Like we're going to bomb out on that 27 touchdowns this year. Well, 35. But, yeah, yeah, the injury well, not looking good. The injury, I think, is definitely the only reason I lost that bet, for sure. Like I him, think the, yeah. I think Let's just roll with that. Double, yeah. The kid's getting doubled up a lot. The kid's getting doubled up, and they got to find a way to get him loose, okay, to get get him loose. Yeah. yeah. Her, her you know, and Tyree Jackson, Tyree Jackson's my next big-time player. Yeah. You. you believe in Tyree? Let me tell you, he's the next big one. I hope if I so. Was, if he I hasn't was done coach, much so far. If I was a coach on that team, he'd be getting at least five balls a game Ooh. with that size. That's the next Daryl Carmichael. Believe me, the next Herb, Daryl Carmichael. You're just firing him off right I, now. I, I love respect it. the takes Herb, being fired Herb, off. it's a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, happy holiday, dude. You too, too. Happy holidays or whatever. Thank my you, Herb. Brother. You're too kind, my friend. Always a pleasure. There is only one Herb. There's only one Herb from the Northeast. Yes. That's right. I have a question for you, though, because he brought that up there. And I don't – you cover the league. You've covered the Eagles for a decade, over a decade or a decade. You know, it's getting close. Yeah, it right depends. around a decade. I, I know you're yeah. right around there. So, like, a long time of right. covering the NFL. I'm basically I, Ray Dinger is what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah. mean, sure. Right. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. He said it, not me, just for anyone. Yeah, and I said Sir it. Parks, who is delusional. Yeah, well, there it there is. There he is, yeah. Uh, all right, so that was not Ray Dinger. No, I don't know asking. who that was. It was Howard. I'm kidding. Oh, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> you never know. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like, I work with true. the camera who can't hear anything ever, and he's always like, what was that? It's like, how did you not understand yeah. that? So you never know what these things. Question for you, because I've heard a lot of people talk about, and I think Glenn Mack now brought up at the end of his show when we were in here and all that stuff, but like Jeffrey Lurie getting something for this. You know, I think Glenn mentioned like the next year's schedule or like, um, you know, uh, whatever, a, a compensation of some sort, an extra draft pick. Like, I does that stuff actually happen? Does is Jeffrey Lurie going to the league right now and saying you screwed me in this? This is unfair. We're gonna play this, but like I want a break on the schedule next year, or I want something like that. Does that stuff happen? Well, I think that begins first with does the NFL think they screwed the Eagles? Right, right. Like that's a big part of this because the Eagles can feel like they're screwed, but the league will sit there and go, "We had to move it because of COVID." Yes, you're right that you're somewhat of a victim here, but that, that I don't know if that equates them having to give the NFL something like. Can things like that happen? Sure. There's all types of backroom deals. I would be surprised if the Eagles benefited from this game being moved. I mean, look at the five games last year, right? Yep. Like, I don't know if any of those teams ended up getting anything for it. They certainly didn't get draft picks or anything like that. Maybe there were backroom deals about the schedules. But, no, I think this – it just literally is what it is. It got moved. The Eagles are screwed because of it. It's unfair that they have to play those three division games in 13 days, but I don't think they're going to get anything from the league. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. But how about this? We go from Herb to, and it's opinion, but in my opinion, the number one caller to the afternoon show, and he'll call the other shows too, and that's why we love him. Yes, Chuck from Mount Airy. What up, Chuck? Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, guys? How y'all feeling? What up, Chuck? Always How you doing? Always a pleasure, my friend. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year as well. Happy you Hanukkah, too, my man. Kwanzaa, everything. I yeah? love it. Love it. Listen, 
we got to go out there on Tuesday, guys, and win a football game. That's it. Mm. I mean, I know it's all, everybody want to say we got screwed, that and third. Well, listen, the NFL ain't never did us no favors, and they, we can't expect for them to start doing us no favors. We got to go out there and they start chin wraps up and win a football game on Tuesday. That's it. Yeah. Now, all the other stuff we yeah. focus on, we be distracted, and we won't get a chance to go out there and win a football game on uh, Tuesday that we need to win in order to stay, stay in the playoff hunt. So we got to go out there and win a football game, whether we play Friday, whether we play Wednesday, whether we play Sunday. It is what it is. Yeah, and look, I think what you're saying is what Sirianni is going to tell to the team. And I do think Sirianni is set up. It's a test because he's a rookie head coach, so you don't know for sure. But I think his strength set up to getting his team motivated to play. It's like the flower speech we all made fun of. You know what they did after the flower speech? They went out and they smoked the Lions, and they went on you know, a run that ended up putting them in the playoff race. So I do think Sirianni is going to essentially deliver what you said. Honestly, Chuck, you could even just take the audio and play it for the team. But, like, I, I do think that he will get this team ready. He will have them motivated and ready to play. Yeah, I mean, you know, use this as motivation, man. Like, Absolutely. we got a chance to get up there and get in the playoffs, get hurt some playoff experiences. See, we focus on all the wrong things. Let's focus on trying to get hurt in the playoffs. I want to get this team in the playoffs. I want Nick Sirianni to get some playoff experience. I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all, but hell, if we got a chance to, to get in there, yeah. why not? Yeah, we're there, man, right? Like, we don't get that yeah. many seasons in our lifetime. I, that's one of the things. And, Chuck, great call, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Keep Love y'all. Peace. Peace. I'm mad. Uh, like, as I get older, you know, I'm, I'm 40 now, not that I'm, like, super older. Everyone, I mean, I don't I'm know. I'm 40. It's pretty yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. Everyone at this station, you and Jack, and everyone always tells me how old I am. Right. So, you know, it starts to sink in, and you're like, oh, I guess I am kind of old. Like, honest, is an honest thing as I get older, and I'm sure people who are 10 years older than me, 20 years older than me, feel this even more pronounced. But, like, I do, while I can separate and say the best thing for the future of the franchise, I want this to happen because it is better for the future, yeah. it's still hard for me to give up on years. I still know that I've only got a finite amount of years yeah. in my life to watch the Philadelphia Eagles play football, and I want them all to be great. I want to, I want to make the playoffs whenever I can. I want fun whenever I can. Again, I, you know, I always say this, but it is because it is a, a fact. It is true. Like, we choose to do this. Right. We don't, like, yes, this is our job now, but I'm talking, like, Eagles fans, fandom. Like, it is a choice. Yes, it's generational. Yes, it's because of our parents or because of this or because of that, but, like, it's still a choice. We don't have to watch their games. We don't have to buy their merchandise. We don't have to pay to go to these games. We do it because it's fun, yeah. because we love it, because we choose to. So, yeah, when you're there, when you have a chance, like, yeah, you want to make the playoffs. Yeah, you want to make that season more fun. Like, of course. Well, and I think to what your point, what you started with of saying that, you know, you can still have that opinion and have like the longest view in the room, right? To yep. quote a particular general manager mm -hmm. that used to say that. Mm -hmm. But I think the Eagles, and I think it's unique to football, like there's no downside to them making the playoffs, in my opinion. Like if you think, oh, if they don't make the playoffs, maybe Howie's gone. Like Howie's not gone, you know? So you're really talking about that point, like five yeah, or six especially spots now in the draft. Such, and, yeah. and especially if we're talking about like the difference between like, the 10th pick and the 15th pick, we're not talking like first pick, second yeah, pick, whatever. Like first They're already out of that running. So Correct. So I think there's no doubt that this team making the playoffs is an extremely positive thing for the organization. 215-592-9494. Enough of the afternoon show cars. Let's get some of my midday guys in here. Colin in Washington Township. What up, brother? Yo, what up? What up, Colin? How you doing? Oh, I am good. Uh, Elliot, I loved your description for what you thought the Eagles were going to do to Washington. I'm a little uh, surprised <laughs> that that was allowed on live radio, but 
hey, let's roll wow. with it. Is there more? Well, but let's not let's not go deeper into it. If there's, a, I don't think Elliot meant it in any other uh, context. I would. Yeah, think. I think it's. A, is it? A, is there a, a slang uh, with that as well? Um, not that I know of. No, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, well, there definitely is. But okay, well, I am annoyed that uh, <laughs> I am annoyed that they moved the game because I'm supposed to go to the game. And now it's like, I mean, I guess I'll still be able to go, but it's just going to be a mess trying to get down there. Uh, what really annoys me is when they moved the game. Like yesterday morning, Ron Rivera was saying 80% of his players were asymptomatic and he expected to get a lot of them back. Yeah. So by tomorrow morning, like how many guys are going to still be in COVID protocol? Last I can see, they right now had uh, 19 still in protocols, which yeah. is a lot, but... If they knock another five, six guys off that, then what the heck did we move the game for? I mean, like Denver played a game last year with a guy that had started three games at quarterback six years prior in college that was a practice squad ride receiver. So the only like, thing I will say is, look, it's a decision that they have to make somewhat in advance, right? You can't delay the game Saturday night to Tuesday. I mean, I guess they, they could do whatever they want. But, I'm well, look, Washington has to travel to Philly. Like, you know, they have to set oh, well. things up. Well, I'm just, It's a two-hour drive. I'm not disagreeing with you, but these are the things. This is why you this have to This is what they decision. think about. Yeah. I agree with you, Colin. Like, you can, like, they've shown that they can adjust on the fly to these things. But right. that is what they're trying to do, at least. Right. I don't think they should have pushed it back. So we're on the same page. Yeah. But I, I do understand why they make a call on Friday. Friday for a Sunday game as opposed to, like, Saturday at 4 o'clock. Colin, who's your random athlete? Oh, uh, man, uh, I've got to go with Cody Ross. That's I just the want to one throw off every said. time. Yes. yes, Colin, great answer. Cody Ross, one of those random athletes who I hate. Sports hate. I don't know him as a person. He might be fine. But I, I hate that guy for that series, for the Giants. Like, I hate that guy. That guy ruined that yeah. series. Well, in the, in the playoffs, that's the big difference. Yeah, that's why it's right? a big one. Two one five five nine two nine four nine for another midday show. Caller, my man, Alex in Frankfurt. What up, Alex? Hey, hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? How you doing? What up, man? How you what's doing? on your mind today, Alex? I, well, I'm, let, me, let me just start from the door, right? I am pissed off, mm. mad as hell. I'm so, I'm so mad, right? Right, right about now, I could kill a brick and put a rock in intensive care. Okay, <laughs> I like that phrase. That's good. Okay, right about now, this uh, this this don't make no kind of sense. I'm pissed off beyond pissivity. Okay, this 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 is makes my you just Seems messed bad. up my whole schedule. I know, man. <laughs> I know, Alex. It's 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 an imposition. At the same for, for, for lack of a better term. Not to be so cliche, I didn't start it already now. That's through a serious monkey wrench in my works. Yeah, Alex, and I'm sure I'm sure there are many people like you. And oh, by the way, it's throwing a monkey wrench in the Eagles' works. They have yeah. to play a game four and days later. Look, I understand that the NFL can't make decisions based off of the fans. Like, I get that on a larger scale, but we also shouldn't gloss over the fact that the NFL needs the fans. Like they like, they don't exist without right. it. The we fact are the that ones everyone that pay for everything. Right. The fact that everyone's saying That's we right. know the NFL doesn't care about the fans is a problem for the NFL. Yeah, like, no question. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be all right, but I, I, I'm i just not liking it. Yeah. Alex, I, I don't like uh, it. You should have just forfeited the game. Um, look, like like, like Darius Slay said, they should have forfeited Yeah, Alex, I'm with you, brother. You I mean, actually think that, fans would have been more okay with not going to the game if they knew it resulted in a forfeit as yeah. opposed to having it moved, and then they could still lose. And, all and, that and you might not be able to go anyway. Alex, right. great call. We appreciate it, brother. Like, yeah, I again, I, I, I don't blame a single Eagles fan for being upset for feeling how they feel. 
215-592-9494. One more segment to go, maybe, maybe. We'll get a little Jack Fritz in. We can only across. hope. We'll see. We'll see. Jack might blow us off. Jack might be, you know. You honestly never know what Jack's yeah, going to do. You never know. It could go either way. And so, a mystery. So that's the potential. Plus, your calls, 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. There we go. You big Black Sabbath guys, Black Sabbath, right? Yeah, it's hard without that word sometimes. I'm yeah. I keep expecting Ozzy to come in there. You know, By the way, so if you're a consistent Go Birds listener, you know that maybe about six, or it was probably two months ago at this point, we had a day where some, we were asking for famous movie yep. uh, quotes, right? Which you guys do often. On the oh, yeah, that you're going to yeah, need a so bigger boat so someone called in and said, we're going to need a bigger boat. Mm-hmm. And it took me all day to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Now it comes to find out that well, the we quote found was, it out by the end of the show that it was that I show don't think that we, we did. did. Yeah, we did because Moshe brought it up. I'm almost positive, but either way, yes, it was. You're going to need a bigger boat, not we're going right. to need a bigger boat. I was boat. treated unfairly. Is the point I'm making? You wouldn't have known anyway. If I don't know that if need... you just said it to me. Oh, you'd have been like, oh, it's Jaws. I know. The point is, Elliot had no idea it was Jaws the whole show. Right. And everyone's like, Elliot, how do you not know this? And right. Yeah. We are your one I, of those days. Yes, I like that you're going for the semantics of it all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think like Joe DeCamera would agree that it was given incorrectly. You picked the perfect person to yes. be on your side for this. This is why I have to read my beat dammer questions like ten times over. Just exactly, sure. is what I'm there's saying. no clerical mistakes in there because that's the point of a radio segment that's supposed to be entertaining. Let's nitpick it to death. Look. If you're Joe, you don't get to 176 and 20, yeah. whatever. But. 26 and 26, 25, right. I'll tell you that much. Shout out to John. Again, bringing it. You beat him twice? No, he brought it. Oh, right, right. right. I okay, yeah. shouted him out earlier in the show. Yes, yes, yes. He's gotten a second shout out because it was that monumental. That's how excited you, know? you are. Yes, and that's how much I appreciate what John did for us. 215-592-9494. Uh, Go Birds Radio, our final segment here. Uh, thank you to everyone, obviously, who's called in and been a part of the show. Um, we were supposed to... Have a, a crossover here. Um, okay. Yeah. Jack said no. Jack's too important. Jack said no. He said, nah, don't want to talk to you guys. It's like, you know. It's called big time. We're the, we're the so, opening yeah. act for, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you would like if the main event would. Hey, come on and play with throw me. Us, yeah, yeah, play a song with us. Come you on know? You're, you're the big time. We're just the little guys here doing a show. Like, come come throw us a bone and play yeah. a song with us. You Maybe know? one day. Yeah, probably not. I'm not going to lie. It, it hurts a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I'll bit. get over it. I'll get over it. I'm not going to tell you not to call Jack, but, uh, you know, because I'm so disappointed. I'll still say call his show. But, you know, if you want to give him a little crap for for not coming on with us and, you know, standing up. Call him the, and give him the crap. Yeah, that, exactly. Call Jack and give him crap for not coming on with us. 215-592-9494. Either way, you're going to get Jack in a few minutes. We're not. We're out on that. So 215 yeah, won't be listening now, I can tell you 94, that. 94. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Jim in Las Vegas. What up, Jimmy? Hey, guys. How are you all doing tonight? Good, man. What's going how on? are you, buddy? Good, good. Yeah, so uh, everybody's all bent about the NFL, um, you know, uh, screwing the Eagles over. But, I mean, th- that organization is the biggest money whore on the planet. I mean, they're coming to Las Vegas for 2024 yep. Super Bowl. They want 10,000 10, volunteers because they don't make enough money on the game. They've got to have us help them out to make their, their wow, profit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, J- Jim, Absolute I'm not bleeping joke. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Absolute bleeping joke. So, I mean, I mean, so the fact that they're screwing the Eagles over is, is just 
I don't Not think there is surprising. anyone who has followed the NFL or watches the NFL or covers the NFL who does not think that the NFL is out for the NFL, first and foremost, for their money, for their product, and everything else is ancillary to that. That's it. It is what it is. And we've had it brought up on the show today. Like, player safety, sorry, I don't believe you. If you tell me that you think player safety is more important than money, I don't believe well, you. And also, it's a lie. What, what I would just be curious yeah. to know, like, isn't it more dangerous for these players to play on a short weekend? Yeah, like, I would just point. wonder how they balance yep. that. Yeah, and, and so I, I, I agree. And, and you know, as far as, you know, you're looking for, like, infamous players in, in yes, you got one. history. Yeah, well, I mean, you had to pick a uh, player from another team. Uh, I, I would start with Ben Simmons. This guy is so freaking Yeah, soft. well, we were, gets, we were thinking about players from – uh, well, well I mean, we're not. We're ridiculous. not. Ju- we were specifically, Jim, looking for a player who, when you hear their name, you know of a moment, yep. like no. you know Joe so Webb. I'll stick, I'll stick with the Sixers. I will stick with the Sixers and say Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's oh seven yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. That's a, it's a tough one, but a good one. Did you say you have an that Xmas movie too, brutal. Jimmy? You got a Christmas movie for us? Oh yeah, uh, Trading Places. Thank you. That's two in a row. Maybe Jim, I'll watch it. Great, tonight. you should. Trading Places is one of the funniest movies of all time. Legitimately, wow. That. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's Eddie. It's eighties Eddie, like the funniest person who lived, as far as I'm concerned. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Middletown and talk to Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, Pat? Good, good show, man. I'm enjoying it very much. I'm kind Thanks. of laughing at the idea that people are complaining about moving the game and the fans that got tickets to those games because everybody's got to know that nobody cares. The NFL doesn't care about that, right? Oh, they know that. I know, I know. But, okay. it, but it doesn't right. make it any less crappy for those people. Correct. Your first world problems of moving a day and going to a different game on a different day does not concern us because guess what? If it did, flex scheduling wouldn't exist. No, you're right. Look, so, Pat, you're right. I know they don't care, but, I, I again, it doesn't mean that – and I agree, look, comparatively to a lot of problems in the world, it is all. this is all a first-world problem. I'm very with you on oh, that. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like, I still – especially people like we talked about before, people go to one game a year or one game every few years, and this was that game. And yeah, this like, was think the, about – Like, it just sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, that it should never be moved and you can't ever move it and there's no – sometimes it happens, but, like, it still sucks. And I'm still empathetic towards those people. Yes. And do you think it wouldn't have gotten moved if the opponent wasn't as close as they are? It's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know. And and Pat, good call. What do you think about that, Elliot? Do you think if I think it, it still would have like been a moved. cross country game or whatever? Well, I mean, Cleveland and Las Vegas got moved. That's true. Right? Yeah, that's pretty much a more or less. Not yeah, that's the furthest one. But yeah. yeah. So that's I think point. I. Again, I, like, this I don't happen no matter what is your point. Right. You think, right? I, I don't think as much as we think the Eagles are getting the raw end of the deal here, like the idea of them moving the game is not crazy to us. Like there's obvious reasons yeah, to consider. Yeah, we get it. it. Yeah. Right. So I think that, that that's what happened. And because of it, the Eagles, obviously, as we've said, got screwed. Let's go to Feasterville and talk to Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Ray? Not much. I, I, uh, when I talked to your producer, my point has already been mentioned. I was going to say it's kind of karmic that after the Eagles – Dumped the last game at the end yeah, of last year. Yeah, we had a caller bringing up. I think ironic yeah. is a better word than karmic, but I get it. <laughs> and, and you know what? Uh, you know, you think Jeffrey Lurie's going to be calling the, you know, Goodell or whatever. You can bet the big Giants guy yeah. calling say, don't you dare move that. Yeah, well, and also you're <laughs> right about that. And I'm sure if, if Lurie, I didn't think about that, but I'm sure when Lurie pushed back, Goodell probably was like, well, you tank, so deal with it. Like, I'm sure that yeah, was a right. conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all I got, guys. All right. Thanks for the call, Ray. It's a good one. Let's squeeze one more call in here. Let's go to Coatesville and talk to Tim. Hey, Timmy. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, what man. up, Tim? 
Uh, first time calling you. I listen to... Uh, Listen pretty religiously to the morning show all week. Um, nice. I was I have a couple fantasy questions I was going to ask you. Sure. Before I go there, why not? I do have a question for you, James. Yes, sir. On during a during a normal shift with uh, Joe and John, how many times do you give Joe to camera the finger for the dumb stuff that he says? <laughs> Never, but I definitely sometimes uh, I definitely oh, man, sometimes you're... have to bite my tongue when I just you're you're a better man than me. I'd lose it. Uh, <laughs> anyways. My question is, so I got I'm trying to figure out what to do here. I got Devontae Adams um, as one of my wide receivers. Play Devontae and, Adams. There we go. Austin, we did well, it. Well, yeah, he's, he's playing. But my question is, I could I could move one of my guys around, Peterson from the Falcons. I could move him into wide receiver, which would bring open a spot on my running back. Uh-huh. Okay. Should I throw in Dylan for Green Bay too, or would that is that just who's the other option? AJ Dylan or who? Uh, it's either him or because Patterson's well, playing one way or the other. So who's the other guy? Yeah, who's Patterson's the other wide playing. receiver you would play if you switch this? I guy? would. Either, I would. The other wide receiver would probably be Galladay is my option. Uh, I would play AJ Dillon. I would play. Good call, Tim. I would play AJ Dillon over those guys, and I would put Patterson at wide receiver. You know, worth bringing. That's what I'm here for. Worth bringing Tell up. Give me a pleasure, me and man. James Thanks for calling. Are playing each yes! other in the fantasy WIP league in yes, the playoffs, which is. Absurd because I'm a two seed, you are a seven seed. No offense to you. No there should taken. not be a seven seed because there's not to be eight teams in the playoffs. Turtle, you're a horrible commissioner. That's how I feel. Sorry. Well, I'm happy. And to now be you're included. gonna beat me because that's just the way that works. Like you're the seven seed, I'm the two seed. I should have a bye. It should be four other teams in. It is such a lock that I'm gonna lose. Like I would, oh, I agree. I wish I could bet on fantasy matchups because I would bet on me to lose. You could do it maybe on the park sports. I like that. Let's yeah. make that happen. All right. Um, thank you to Moshe Kravitz behind the glass, Dan Wilson. Prior to that, thank you for Jack Fritz for hopping. Oh, never mind. Yes. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, thank you uh, to everyone who called in. We literally could not. Yeah, look, the show it's the last day of the uh, our last show of the year. Thank you for everyone who called in all year. Yeah, man, it's been an amazing point. year for the show. I really feel like it's been a successful year. The pot, it's grown, and it's really because of you guys. We so. can't tell you how humbling it is. Yeah, thank you, Mosh. We can't tell you how humbling it is to come in and just get the amount of calls that we do, the yes. amount of people we talk to each Saturday. Like, we are just unendingly grateful. I can't even put into words. Again, we couldn't do it without you. So thank you to everyone yes. and tell you it's point for the year. We will be back next year. How mm. about that? I love when people say that. But Me too. It's yeah. such a fun one. Especially like when it's like December 31st. Yeah. We'll see you next year. Yep. Uh, we will see you next year. But of course, uh, check out our pod as well. We'll have pods out from now to the end of the year. But uh, we'll be back right after the new year on Saturday, 1 to 3. So until then, keep it here. Jack Fritz. Four hours of Fritz coming up next. For Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.